So what do you get when you take a bunch of radio freaks, set them in front of live microphones, and let them talk about radio? Well, you get the coolest show about the radio on the radio. Broadcasting from RCO Plaza, this is Radio Connection Live, the podcast, where AM is analog, FM is king, and the smart speaker has taken the place of the terrestrial radio as the listening apparatus of choice. It's your show worldwide, and we want to hear from you. We're on Twitter at RCL The Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Radio Connection Live or email us at rclthepodcast at gmail.com. And now get ready to become involved in the very latest in broadcasting news, entertainment, and just plain fun. Here are the stars of our show, Preston, Tim, AJ, Ashley, Darnell, and put your hands together for our host, Mr. Jamie T. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, John Willard, and welcome again to Radio Connection Live, the podcast. You know, I'm going to, I'm I'm considering changing our part, part of our opening phrase to... Where AM is analog, FM is king, and the portable radio is the listening apparatus of choice. <laughs> I'm considering it. <laughs> Tim, welcome, man. Hello, hello. We are here yet again to mm-hmm. uh, confine and confound the world of um, radio. Uh, as they as they sit here listening to us saying. Why do they do this? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, we do it because we do it for the love of radio. That's why. That's, you know, when you when you know that you're going to be talking about radio every week and you're a radio freak, that's why you get up in the morning, honestly. Darnell is here. What's up, man? I'm doing fine besides me having to kind of halfway start restart my device because everything wanted to freeze, but. That's with every single day that I get up and this happens. But other than that, mm-hmm. everything's good. That's good. All righty. Let's see here. Um, AJ is here, our news guy. What's up, AJ? Yep. I'm, I'm here. Um, got some crazy weather over the last uh, weekend. And yeah, the flash flooding in Sanford and uh, around the airport area. If it's in Central Florida, there is a good chance that ZD 8.3, which is part K-Love and part Weather Channel, <laughs> is going to cover it as they, as they tend to do. Um, Other than that, still the German music going on TV. We're all good here. All right, AJ. Thank, appreciate that. All righty. Um, I want to go over to Preston, the P Daddy Gaylor. What's up, man? Let me. Oh yeah, he's washing dishes. It might take a while. Uh... Okay. <laughs> anyway, but Preston is here, and you are here. You and come out of that unmute dial. Hello, all. I'm doing good. You know, uh, I've just been another. Busy, crazy week around here, but hey, I wouldn't have it any other way. And I'm ready for a good show. So there you go. 
I gotta ask you, Preston, how's that mic taste? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. First rule of broadcasting is <laughs> try not to try not to eat the mic. Okay. Well, guys, we have a lot to get to this week in the world of broadcasting. First off, of course, we're gonna have. Of course, we're, we're, we're gonna have. We're gonna take a look. Take a look at what's happening around the around the uh, radio dial. Uh, Tim, did you have, did you record ninety four five in Panama City? No, I, I I was all ready to record them, and then I went out to the pool mm-hmm. and came back in from the pool. Uh, that Friday afternoon, it was so oh, about five thirty or so our time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and they were gonna they were gonna change at five o'clock their time, right? Right, right. So anyway, and I laid down and I wound up t- wound up going to sleep and <laughs> I, I, I did it, it was it was a sleepy day, but I will tell you this. Thankfully, we 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 posted the audio, we posted it on our Facebook page, but um, I will tell you this, uh, folks, uh, it's 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 we're going to cover that coming up uh in the news um also um today we are going to be doing something different with our dare to compare it's a new theme dare to compare this week comparing two different stations with flood coverage uh given the most recent flooding in new york city plus we told you about the passing of WNDB radio legend Mark Bernier. Well, we have some audio of Mark's passing, uh, the tribute uh, that they did for um, for Mark at NDB, and then we're gonna we're gonna have that today. Also coming up, we are going to uh, listen to a radio station in Fort Myers that has a really obscure name, and it's a country station. And um, with call letters to match, by the way. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. That's bizarre. How did they get those call letters? (laughs) Yeah, well, we're going to we're going to hear that station coming up later on during the broadcast today. And G and our and our good um, and our good buddy, Miss Jenna Jordan, turned us on to a guy named Rick Flagg. We're going to hear about him coming up as well before we die. Before we- I, I wanted to I wanted to uh, put something in here real quick before we get too deeply uh, ensconced into things, sure. um, if you don't mind. Um, well and that is, uh, you uh, communicated with Tia, uh, and um, you can tell us a little about what's going on with uh, with Tia and uh, pit bulls, and also A and E on a Saturday afternoon. This is weird. But they did this. They have the third season of America's Top Dog going on. And they showed like four episodes back to back. And I could not figure out what they were doing with that. But uh, I don't know if they plan on, on bringing that back as a, as a regular show or if they're going to do. I think they do, actually. And I did communicate with Miss Tia. We, uh, I reached out to her on uh, on the available Facebook page uh, via Messenger, and uh, you know everything is fine. The dogs are fine. Obviously, they have you know they have you know they they're still cleaning up the mess <laughs> that Ida made. Right. Um. So uh, I did uh, reach out to Miss Tia, and they're hoping that once COVID is over, they can start producing the show again. 
Um, it's just been, you know, things have been kind of helter skelter around uh, around the place. So, so what uh, is Tia's Facebook page in case? Because uh, I know that she would love for anybody who is listening to our program to donate uh, something to her. Well, the, I think the easiest way to donate is going to be through the website. Uh, I think it's vrcpitbull.com. Uh, and it, and it should have all all of their contact information right there on the website. There's where to email them. There's the Facebook and all the the social uh, media pages. And I, I want to give a shout out to the folks at uh, WWL, the Big Eight Seventy in uh, New Orleans for really doing a stellar job. Oh, absolutely. Are they covering... still are they still doing that, or what are they doing? Uh, probably not anymore. Are they going back to the regular programming? Yeah, the Saints, I, I, I the Saints keep forgetting the trip. Played, so they, yeah, the, the Saints they played, so they're yeah, so they they've uh, they've switched back to <laughs> to the regular the regular programming. What was the score? <laughs> I'm not exactly sure because I didn't listen to that game. Nor well, every I time I hear the Saints but, these days, I think two words: Jameis Winston. <laughs> and. We all know how horrible that is, you know, for those for those poor people in New Orleans. We we feel so sorry for you. We really, really yes, do. We do. But I actually got to listen to the Tampa Bay Ducks game on, uh, believe it or not, 99.5 Love FM, and they streamed it. And mm-hmm. what I don't understand is how are they getting away with getting out of that out of that Bucks contract? Because in the contract it says you must play the pregame and you must play the postgame show, and they are playing neither one of them. That's an interesting thought, and that's something that I'm going to be researching um, um, over time. Before we get into the three big things you need to know. I want to talk to you listeners about something that I learned uh, last night. So yesterday at about three o'clock Eastern time, for most, as, as some of you know, I do a show on 24-7 gospel here called Sunday Afternoon Praise with Jamie and Danielle. why it wasn't on yesterday. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you why it wasn't on yesterday. So... We had we we, had, we have an air check of that coming up by the way on a on a future show. Yeah, we do. Yeah, but we so we had just started. Uh, we had just come on the air. We were giving out the phone numbers, things like that, tell everybody what we were going to be doing in that day's episode. Everything was fine until suddenly our our voices, mine and Daniel's voices, disappeared from um the stream and i figured okay you know i'll just i'll just go in here and you know and and you know reboot it and things like that and everything will be, and and everything will be fine right well um it, everything wasn't fine because um i i w- walked over to my smart speaker and told her to restart the stream and she said that the internet isn't reachable and we were down for about 12, 13, I think it was like, I think it was uh, last checks about 16 hours. It was three o'clock yesterday afternoon to about nine or 10 o'clock. Um, this Who's your morning. cable provider? Who's your Spectrum. internet provider? Spectrum. Spectrum. Yeah, uh, the worst. <laughs> yeah. So we, we literally had no internet for 
literally all mo- much of the afternoon and all night and part of this morning. So uh, we just got the internet back up. That's at- happened to me before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to me so uh, I, I remember that. Mm-hmm. So guess how I had to listen to the game yesterday. How I had to listen to the Bucks game. I had to listen. Ninety-eight. Right. Well, you were. Wait. So you were fine. Yeah, I had to. I had to listen <laughs> off the. I had to. I had to listen off the air, courtesy of my boombox, and I also had the added convenience of this little number that is sitting right here next to me. Hey, it's Ariana. Blake Shelton. You know, so I, I had the blessing of having of having my little portable radio next to me as well as my boombox. But that but that incident, that internet outage, and hello Preston, welcome back. That internet outage taught me something. Streaming is good. Right, streaming is a is good to do, but it's no substitute for doing something that a lot of us they're not seem to want to do these days, and that's turn on the radio. As good as streaming is, it's no substitute for turning on the radio. And and I I had to learn to live without the internet for for sixteen hours. I mean, but I I started thinking. What if the internet? What, what if the internet is off for longer? What 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 if it's off for for a week? So I had to learn that I had to, I had to learn to live without the internet for sixteen hours until it came back on. So as good as streaming is, you, it 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 can never replace turning on the radio. The over-the-air side. Yeah. The over-the-air signal, yeah. Now, Tim, this doesn't surprise you at all, now does it? Well, I, you know, I use my radio more than I use my computer, that's for sure. <laughs> I, I do, too. I mean, I, <laughs> I, mean I, 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 didn't, I didn't even own a computer. Well, I mean, you know, and, and, no, you and so... You had a PC, now you don't. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 had a, I had a laptop. I don't use it much these days, you know. I, I, you know, and... and and so it, and so I decided, you know, I'm going to keep the radios around because you never know when you'll need a radio. And not only that, but uh, with a radio, there's no data caps to worry about. And, and also, one thing I also didn't know about listening to music on listening to things on your phone constantly, all that streaming will burn through your data just as will burn through your battery just as fast. Especially if, you, if right. you're doing also, a lot. I want to talk about this real quick. Sure. But also, I do want to talk about this real quick. Uh, we both have Spectrum. They yep. don't really have data cap at all with the Wi-Fi and everything. Um, and that's great. But mm-hmm. yeah, these phone companies, oh, they just hit you hard. But yeah. Yes, they certainly do. All right, so... so and other cable companies in, in different areas, they'll hit you hard. But yeah. Right, right. But definitely, folks, keep our radio around. Or two. Or three. All right, that being said, it's now it's time to get into the three big things you need to know. Now, the three big things you need to know. 
From the RCL Newsplex, I'm Jamie T, and these are the three big things that you need to know in our top story. Uh, apparently, if you live in the beautiful city of Panama City, Florida, there is a good chance that you were hearing Christmas songs for a couple of days. And if you were, then you're probably listening to 94.5 WFLF in Panama City, Florida, owned and operated by iHeartMedia. Now, I want to bring in our newsman, AJ, because uh, AJ, uh, AJ, what can, you, what can you tell us about what transpired uh, this past Friday? Yeah, I was actually at the I was actually at co- uh, the college and I got to hear it. Um, they went. They were doing Christmas music. They put the news talk on ninety six point three. Does that sound familiar? Putting a news oh, talk on a translator. Real Fun Beach Radio. That was the former home of Real Fun Beach Radio. Uh, uh, no, I'm talking the- about for I'm talking about for putting a news talk station on a translator. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's 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 the same thing they did here with with, with the FLA. Yep, they did. Yeah, NDBO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they did that. Yep. No, I'm talking about for full powered signals going to translators, but yeah, DBO. Um. Yeah. So what they did was, and this I don't understand why they did this. They just put the rock ended up putting doing all that christmas stunting to put the rock on 94.5 basically a frequency swap with 96.3 which i don't know why they did that stunt in the beginning so they yeah so okay so they took the rock off 96.3 and put it on the the, the 100,000 watt 94.5 and branded as Rock ninety four point five, the Gulf Coast Rock Station. And they used to be Z Rock. Yes, they were ninety four point five. Used to be Z Rock, and that signal gets into Tallahassee pretty well. Oh yeah. Well, um, Tim, you're not going to like this. The new ninety four point five will uh, will be the Gulf Coast new home for the syndicated Lex and Terry Morning Show. Ugh. Along, along yeah. with, <laughs> along with. Along with iHeart. Was on 96.3. Yep. Yep. Along with iHeart's voice trackers the rest of the day. So that's exciting. I wonder yeah. if Stacy is there. Um, so um, let's see. I don't see. know if they're going to use Rock Nation. I don't know. Yeah. Well, well, um, I'll have to look at the schedule and see. But um, um, you can hear the Stacy. Well, the thing is, iHeart. I haven't been able to find Stacy. They took Stacy off uh, off uh, 107.3 uh, Planet Radio. She was doing weekends uh, mm-hmm. there. And then uh, the other station at uh, 107.7, um, the, what Fox. Is it, the Fox. Uh, the Fox that rocks, yes. Um, which, rock. remi- which reminds me of somebody else who I actually heard yesterday, uh, Melissa Fox, uh, is now doing the uh, Florida Roundup uh, thing or Florida Roundtable uh, that from the Florida Radio Network weekend yeah. show that they do. Melissa yeah. Fox is doing that. Really, kind of surprised me to hear her again. And she was playing Christmas music. 
totally freaked me out. I'm flipping through and what I hit 103 or 102.3 and I hear Christmas music and I, I panic for a second. Oh, no, they're changing format. What's this? What's going on? But it just turned out to be Melissa Fox doing something ridiculous. But um, but anyway, no, uh, Stacy is not on on um, 107.7 anymore either. So, so I'm wondering Stacey, what's going on Stacey's with her. Not on the Rock Nation. Stacy's not on the Rock Nation. Period, and that means NMS doesn't have a. So yeah. Wow. I do. I wow. do know that she's still in Pittsburgh, so I don't think she got let go, as far as I know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I, I guess iHeart is letting stations pick the voice trackers they want to use, I, I would think is what they're doing. All right, on Either to... that or she was on vacation that day. I think she was on vacation that day. Yeah. On to number two, and this one has to do with people who like Fox Sports Radio. They, so for, as you know, Clay Travis, who was hosting Fox Sports, is outkick the coverage with Clay Travis. Uh, which was their morning show, has left Fox Sports to, as we all know, to host the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show uh, for a premiere, basically to succeed uh, the Rush Limbaugh show. Or as we call it, or as we've been calling him here at RCL, re-Rush. And so they need, so they created the this new morning show and it started today. I didn't even know it even started today because again, I didn't I didn't even think about it. But yeah, I saw the, that come. I saw that come out before I went to sleep. Yeah, so they started this new morning show. I love I, I I love this title: Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, which is hosted by NFL Hall of Famers Brady Quinn and Lavar Arrington, and Fox Sports Radio personality Jonas Knox. And uh, that's the new morning show, weekday mornings from 6 until 9 Eastern on about 350 affiliates of Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. Now, when wow. I saw, okay. When I saw this tweet, yeah, when I saw this tweet for Radio Inside come out last night, not, not this morning, last night at about 9 p.m., I was like, whoa, you know you have an important news item if you're putting out a headline this late at night. Mm-hmm. I for tomorrow and I, mean, I didn't yeah, even see know, it when I when I when I when I checked uh Twitter. Um all right, AJ, what is our uh AJ, what's next in our three big things you need to know? You might wanna um cons- let's see. Um this one we really didn't get to. There's actually a few that we didn't get to. Um one is from uh my mom near my mom's hometown in Wisconsin. Uh, apparently, Rock ninety four point seven. It's happened uh, earlier this earlier this month, but because we're off for Labor Day, it should be now. Um, they switched. You're not gonna believe this to Jack FM. Oh dear. What? Oh lordy. Okay, so okay, Wait, are we okay, using okay. the national format, AJ, or are we okay, localized? Okay, 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 okay. This is okay. So whenever whenever we hear. Whenever we, whenever, and this is just me being, you know, me, this is just me being the producer because I have the, I have all the buttons here in the studio. Whenever, oh we no, get, whenever we get wind of something bad happening, especially where a station switches to Jack FM, I feel that as the producer for this program, I feel it is my duty as your intrepid producer 
for us to here he is okay so so i feel it is it is my duty to play this <laughs> sorry hold on <laughs> here it is Much yeah, I'm looking for that. Where did you find that? I've been looking for that. <laughs> YouTube. Anyway, um, yeah. So unfortunately, Wisconsin got Jack FM. Um, <laughs> and it, we used to have that one on our uh, one of the buttons on our instant replay at, at ELE, and I used to love to use that when we were doing uh, when I was doing the the live shows. So uh, I, I'd love to get a I'd love to get a copy of that, or at least know what it's filed under under in YouTube. Um, I'll send you. Um, I'll send you the link. Go ahead, AJ. Right. There's also right. there's also unique sounding ones. Check it out. Uh, okay. Apparently, in um, I don't know where in Michigan this took place, but WOAP, which was branded as the O, is switched to a mix of. Oh, you're gonna love this. Mm -hmm. Active rock, alternative, and top forty as Portal wow. FM. Portal FM. I, I never. I never. That's an interesting. That's an interesting. Uh, that's an interesting uh, tagline. Yeah, it's called. They're just calling it. But check them out. It's 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 something that I don't think has ever been done on radio before. Yeah, so I gotta so, hear how this is gonna sound. It's probably it's probably what WNCI. You know, when I was there, WNCI used to kind of somewhat do that, and still is because there is still some some of that punk rock stuff headed in there. Uh, right. We kind of listened a little bit, but yeah, right. So 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 it's so it's trivia time. Do you guys know what what city and network? Lex, so we said Rock ninety four five is the new home of Lex and Terry in Panama City, but do you guys know what what city and network Lex and Terry are based out of? Dallas. What's up, Tim? Dallas. That's right. It used to be on one hundred two one hundred two point one The Edge when that was around. <laughs> that's right they're based and in dallas was, yeah they're based in dallas and syndicated by united stations radio networks that's yeah, the, but now the show is, is actually a five-hour show it's on from five to ten central in dallas so six to eleven eastern uh and, and, and they're on what 1021 in dallas or they used to be but no 102.1 of course is now a star 102.1 ac format but no. they used to be on 971 eagle and they moved to star uh, they moved to the edge and then i think they moved back mm -hmm. and then they got they got russ martin for mornings uh later on which man he will be missed i don't know what, they, did they ever they find out what now yeah yeah did, did they ever find out what killed russ martin I don't think they ever did. No, I don't. Okay, so don't they're think... not on in Dallas anymore. Is that right? Well, they're still no, based in I Dallas. They're pro they probably still are, but they're probably just doing it. You know, from you know, I mean, it's kind of like I mean, I mean, Bubba's. I mean, Bubba's based in Tampa, but he's not. 
you know, he did, you know, I mean, before he was kicked off of uh, 820 and then brought back to 820, he really wasn't on the station in Tampa at that point. So, all right, AJ, appreciate that. So before we move on, Preston has a little news of his own. So I discovered this. Yes. So I discovered this earlier this afternoon after the inversion left, because yes, I did get a quick inversion recorded, which we'll share in a later episode, but uh, sports radio, 1440 York owned by cumulus, or as we like to call the show cumulus is now on FM at 107.1 here in York PA. So, you know, we run the CBS Sports Radio around the clock. A full power station? Uh, it's a translator. Translator. Oh, wow. So, oh, yeah. oh, oh. So wow. For, okay. For, for people who love <laughs> FM and want to hear CBS Sports on FM without the static and all that background crap. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got you got it. But Jacqueline, I mean, but- from where I live, I'm about... I'm about twenty. But 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 but, but, but AJ, but AJ, Tim, Tim, and I would agree that the static is 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 what makes AM radio fun to listen to, right, Tim? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just well, I wish one hundred two point one would switch to uh, CBS Sports full time because I miss listening uh, to uh, Amy Lawrence, and the only time they run CBS Sports is uh, on the weekends now. And um, they only and, and then they cut off right before she comes on. They go back to their uh, coast to coast feed. You mean which, ghost to ghost? Yeah, which is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. ghost to ghost. But ever since they got rid of that AM station, uh, they uh, they've been running uh, CBS Sports on the weekends, weekends only. Yeah, and they're the not AM bad. They're not now. bad. I can listen to them. Yeah. 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 So, well, I'm just offering if, if you all ever come up to PA to see me, you'll be able to find them on 1071 and we're also on 96.1 HD channel four up here. So that's where I can normally get them until works. today. Well, you yeah, cool. to listen to Amy Lawrence. Yay. Yep. Yay. <laughs> well, <laughs> Thank you. Whatever happened to. <laughs> Whatever happened to WARM uh, 590? Oh, uh, actually, they're back on the air. I just checked a few weeks ago. What are they running now? Uh, they're still running CBS Sports. Huh. They have full or do they have some talk programming? Not changed format. They just uh, they're running the full network, and I. Soon they might be running NFL football. I haven't checked, but Ooh, Westwood one. Okay. All uh, right, all right, Preston. All right, Preston. Appreciate that. All right, AJ and Preston. Thank you guys so much, and for 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 the uh, for the updates and the news and stuff like that. We appreciate that. Don't forget, guys. You can get more news updates by going to our Facebook page, which is Facebook.com/slash Radio Connection Live. And if you're following us on Twitter, you can get even more updates on our Twitter feed. And that is at RCL, the podcast. And we all and we always welcome your news tips. So if you have 
breaking radio news uh, going on in your market, then all you have to do is email your news kits to rcl.podcast at gmail.com. Again, that is rcl.podcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you with any breaking radio news that you might have. Oh. Now, don't forget, um, on Wednesday nights, if you, lo- if you love listening to our podcast, and we hope you do, on Wednesday nights, we also have a club on the social media app known as Clubhouse called The Radio Connection. And we meet there every Wednesday night starting at 8 Eastern, 7 Central. It's just a bunch of us, a bunch of friends uh, talking about radio. So it, it kind of goes uh, beyond what we do here on RCL uh, in, a, in a bigger form. So again, that's the Radio Connection Club every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central on the app Clubhouse. How high's the water, mama? Two feet high and rise. How high's the water, papa? She said it's two feet high and rising. Well, we can make it to the road in a homemade boat, cause that's the only thing we got left that'll float. It's already over all the wheat and oats, two feet high and rising. How high's the water, mama? Three feet high and rising. How high's the water, Papa? She said it's three feet high and rising. Well, the hives are gone, I lost my bees. Chickens are sleeping in the willow trees. Cows in water up past their knees. Three feet high and rising. How high's the water, Mama? Four feet high and rising. How high's the water, Papa? She said it's four feet high and rising. Hey, come look through the window pane. The bus is coming, gonna take us to the train. Looks like we'll be blessed with a little more rain. Four feet high and rising. How high's the water, mama? Five feet high and rising. How high's the water, papa? She said it's five feet high and rising. Well, the rails are washed out north of town. We gotta head for higher ground. We can't come back till the water goes down. Five feet high and rising. Well, it's five feet high and rising. If you're near, if you live in New York City, that would definitely be true. <laughs> if you live in New York, I know that was cruel. That was cruel, but I, I, I'll blame Heather for that one. <laughs> it was her idea. <laughs> what is that? What what is that, Tim? Johnny Cash? Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, thank you, Heather, because I literally heard this for the first time on today's show. <laughs> exactly. so, oh, really? Thank you, Heather. You've done it again. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Heather does exactly. it again. Yeah. Exactly. And we are brought we're we are broadcasting was- outside because it's raining. Outside the studios, so we'll bring the connection live. And uh, how high is the water, Jamie? Uh, probably two feet high and rising. (laughs) 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 
Apparently. So, Tim, why are we broadcasting out in the rain? Uh, say again? Why, why are we broadcasting out in the rain? Oh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's rather hazardous, actually. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, well, well, I, well, I can tell you why, because, uh, well, Tim, I think the reason why we're broadcasting out in torrential rains yeah. is because of our Dare to Compare, which is coming up next. Yeah, and, and this was another Heather idea, actually. Um, it, it, as I was sitting there listening to the flood coverage, as, as you know, I'm sort of a ghoul about those sort of things. I love to go to wherever something, a big news story is happening and listen to the radio stations uh, that are covering it in that uh, particular market because I think you get a more realistic view of what's going on. And... Um, Well, sorry about that. Uh, and uh, I, so it occurred to me that New York City, and I may be wrong about this, but New York City is the only radio market I can think of that has two major market news radio stations. Mm -hmm. WCBS AM 880 and WINS 1010 AM. Yep. They have two That's news station to get into Cleveland antennas. Well, I right. what did he say? I didn't I can't hear him. Very he said well. that's a hard station to get into Cleveland. I said ten yeah. That's a hard station. Ten ten winds is a hard station to get in. Eight eighty is the one that gets in here pretty decently. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. So, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, uh, that, that's the only market that I could think of that has two competing news stations. And weird, even more weird, is they're both owned by the same company. Right, Odyssey. So uh, I don't know yeah. what they're doing about that, but they have had those two news stations competing against each other for years. I mean, mm -hmm. years and years. And, uh, and, and now with the and now and with BIN, I'll tell you this. And now with BIN, you can add yeah. that one to the list. Well, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that New okay. York has three news. WWRL, by the way, uh, uh, yeah. the Black Information Network. So they got three news yeah. stations. Yep. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I, but, the, but the BIN thing is a network way. thing for the most part, so I, I didn't really count them because these are both yeah. local no. news stations covering local news. And right. so I decided to do a Dare to Compare uh, with those two radio stations, let's listen to them covering yeah, now, the same event, the big we flood hit, that took place, um, and compare them. Yeah. Now, now right. before we hit them, mm -hmm. before we hit them, though, before we hit them, though, I do want to tell Tim this: one station does not have a time zone that's eight eighty. Ten ten does. The CBS News Network can count as a phone for the top. Oh, okay. So yeah. okay, <laughs> okay. So. Uh, I, I, okay, I think Darnell said ten ten doesn't have a, a news like like a thing like a, a news tone, and eight eighty does have a news tone. You know, like a beat tone, a beat tone, a time tone. CBS News Network has. Okay, okay. So for those who, so for those who are like, what is any of that? Basically, Darnell is saying that uh, one station doesn't have a time tone. Like at the time, like, like at the tone, the time will be four o'clock or something like that. One station doesn't have it when the other station. This well, that's, yeah. that's because eighty is the CBS Wins radio network, and they have to take CBS News at the top of the hour, and that comes with the CBS News. Right. The tone. 
where the tone does 10 10 what 10 10 10 doesn't have any network affiliation to worry about at the top of the hour so they can pretty much just uh go with whatever's going on that's why they have their time tone right yeah i love i love what 10 10 wins always says give us 22 minutes we'll give you the world yeah that they've used that Uh, for many years kyw yeah, KYW uses that too. Oh, well, yep. the KYW started using it too. Right. Yeah. So let's so let's go ahead and listen to the very first Dare to Compare news edition right here on RCL. It's 1010 Wins versus WCBS 880 right here at RCL. The news watch never stops. This is 1010 Wins. You give us 22 minutes, we'll give you the world. Good morning. It is 62 degrees at 740 on this Thursday, September 2nd. I'm Brian Britton. Here's what's happening. At least seven people are dead in New York, one of them just two years old after catastrophic flooding. Deluge of water flooding also taking the life of one person in Passaic, New Jersey. This is the first time in history New York City has ever had to issue a flash flood emergency because of those record amounts of rainfall that fell in Newark, New Jersey, Central Park. We're talking anywhere between seven and nine inches, not just rain either. We're talking tornadoes as well. Wins News Time, 741, traffic and transit. We turn it over to Karen Stewart. What we're starting to see a lot of right now where water is subsiding is all these vehicles that were lifted up by the floodwaters and then just deposited all over the roadways. Buses are included in that. Uh, a lot of muddy roads left behind as well. So we've got water and the places that don't have water anymore, we've got debris and abandoned vehicles. It's a mess out there. Where is it a mess in particular? Well, we're delayed, as I've been talking about, on Route 280 both ways, Jam from the Garden State Parkway out into Northfield Avenue in Irvington on Route 280. Plus, we've got 280 closures, and we've got Garden State Parkway lane restrictions that we've been telling you about. We're closed southbound from 153 to 151, and both directions closed at 147. We've got flooding in the northbound turnpike trucks at exit 10, interchange 10. Uh, the right lane is blocked there, and the ramp from 1 and 9 to the turnpike is closed as well because of flooding going on in that area. Northern suburbs, of course, really hit hard. The New England Thruway has got an accident getting cleaned up and flooding still from 19 to 18 in White Plains. Two lanes are blocked. And then we've got a southbound New York State Thruway closure between 13 and 12 and again at 11 where there is flooding. We've got no NJ Transit trains still. All Metro North trains are suspended. Alternate side parking is in effect today. We have not heard otherwise. I'm Karen Stewart on 1010 Winds. Alrighty, thank you, Karen. At least seven people in the city are dead due to what authorities are calling weather-related issues. Breaking news now on 1010 Winds. And with that, we get an update with 1010 Winds reporter Carol Dioria. And Brian, there was a real tragedy in Queens with seven people dead. And the worst place of all turned out to be 64th Street in Queens, uh, right near 44th Avenue. We had three people dead in a basement apartment. In fact, all of these deaths uh, were related to flooded basements. People were living in the basement, apparently. And in this one particular case on 64th Street, Uh, The 911 call went out, the police and fire departments both arrived, and the fire department had to pump the water out of the basement. And once they were able to get enough of the water out, that's where they found three people dead, including a two-year-old child, a 50-year-old man and a 48-year-old woman. 
dead in this basement apartment in Queens. Uh, all of the other cases, very similar. In the 103 precinct on 183rd Street, we had two people dead. There was a partial wall collapse. Again, this involved a basement apartment. Two people dead there, a man and a woman. And then also we had one dead on the Grand Central Parkway, a 40-year-old woman living in a basement, her boyfriend's basement apartment, uh, the address on the Grand Central Parkway, and she perished. And then again on Ridgewood Avenue, a man was dead, uh, found trapped in a basement apartment. The fire department was able to get him out and they rushed him to Kings County Hospital, but he just couldn't be saved. These are drownings right in their own home. Carol DeUria, 1010 Winds Live in Queens. Carol, thank you. You be safe out there. Just absolutely horrific news this morning. And we go to New Jersey now. We've seen some stunning pictures this morning from Glenn Schock in Bergen County. He's been traveling uh, New Jersey. And uh, joining us now on the 1010 Winds Newsline, Bergen County Executive James Tedesco. We've got some major flooding in the Wallington area. I know, uh, Mr. Tedesco, the Passaic River, the Hackensack River. What can you tell us? Um... We have a lot of flooding all over. We're still in the process of doing rescues right now in the towns of Rochelle Park, Lodi, Saddlebrook, um, New Milford, everywhere that we have towns along the Hackensack River and the Saddle River, we're experiencing severe, major flooding. Um, and, uh, and we're still evacuating people Route 17 is completely closed in both directions. We have houses that have trees through them. We have cars parked and stalled all over our roadways. We lost a number of bridges in the county. We lost the culvert where we had two cars drive into the culvert because they didn't know that the culvert had washed out. Fortunately, uh, they sustain minor injuries. Um, we have, uh, um, I, I would say, um, not complete devastation, but uh, close to it. Is this is? I've been doing this for 45 years as a firefighter and uh, as an OEM, and uh, this is this is as bad as I've ever seen it. Probably as bad as Floyd back in '99. So when when you talk about these bridges that have sustained damage, these are bridges that, to, to your uh, ability to see today, you're not thinking these will be repaired anytime today, tomorrow. These are long-term? There are some that will take months to repair. There are some that will have to be completely rebuilt. And until I can get our engineers out to some of them, we won't know the extent of damage. Okay, now, of course, state highways running through Bergen County. You've got Route 17, as you mentioned. That is shut down. Route 4, I would imagine, at the 17 flyover, that is probably closed. The Garden State Parkway uh, through Bergen County as well? Uh, the Garden State Parkway through Bergen County right now is passable. Um, Route 4 is closed in certain areas. Um, Paramus areas is, is has been hit hard. Um, there were a lot of cars abandoned on the road. That was one of our biggest uh, biggest problems is we had, we had literally hundreds and hundreds of cars abandoned throughout the county and on on the roads, tractor trailers. We have tow trucks all over the, all over the county right now trying to move some of these cars so that we can even attempt to open the roadways. It's going to take us some time to to get this done. We have to urge people not to travel. There, there's just no reason to be out traveling. 
Are there any closures? Now, of course, Bergen County, home to the Garden State Plaza Mall. Uh, are they open for business? Have you? Uh, has the county asked I them not to? In, yeah, no, I haven't been in contact with the malls. I know that um, we had schools that, that uh, sustained damage, um, a lot of water. Um, Englewood Hospital had uh, had its entire boiler room flooded. We had to send massive pumps up there to pump out the water. Um, we have it, it's just it is just um, a, a, a sad sight to see some of the damage. We have trees down all over the place that it's going to take us days to get to. Um, it's a it's a mess. All righty. Bergen County Executive James Tedesco, I'm going to let you go and get back to work taking care of the uh, folks in Bergen County. Thank you for joining us this morning here on 10 Times. Thank you. All right. You be safe, sir. And as you heard the uh, county executive there talking about major flooding, closing uh, portions of Route 17, portions of Route 4, the Garden State Parkway is passable. He said uh, homes that are along the Hackensack River and the Saddle River are just uh, in dire straits. He said this is comparable to what he saw during Hurricane Floyd. And we are going to stay on the phones here because joining us live right now on the 1010 Winds newsroom is Brooklyn Borough President Eric Adams. WCBS News Time 828. Let's get the latest on traffic and weather together on the AIDS. Just the flooding on the roads overnight, leaving things a mess. Let's check in with Tom Kaminsky. And we start with the Westchester Parkways, uh, which are all still closed down through Westchester, south of Route 287, and even a little bit beyond that uh, on the sawmill. Uh, the uh, southbound side of I 95, the New England Thruway is open, but it is a mess. It is all the way back uh, into uh, Fairfield County, back toward at least the area of exit 9 in Stamford all the way down. Lots of alternate volume on the Merritt Parkway, although not quite as bad. So the Duck Duck Go route you can trust would be the Merritt Parkway on the southbound side. The inbound side of the Lincoln and Holland, we are starting to see delays build up there at about 20 minutes and at the George Washington Bridge, delays at about 30 to 45 minutes. We still have tremendous trouble in the Bronx, though, too. Be mindful of that. On the Major Deegan, we are still shut down from the Yonkers line right down to the Cross Bronx. The northbound side not moving either. We've had delays on the westbound side of the Cross Bronx with abandoned vehicles there. Same story through uh, through Queens on uh, on the LIE and the Grand Central Parkway. Jim Feldman is going to be taking over. I am going to be making my way out toward Chopper 880, so I hope to be uh, chatting with you and giving you a little bit of more of a bird's eye view in just a little bit uh, here on WCBS. Uh, right now, let's go on over to Craig Allen in the WCBS Weather Center. Fortunately, the weather has cleared up enough to, to be able to do so, and the sun is now shining for much of the area. The cloud line is, uh, oh, approximately the Connecticut River uh, on down through central Long Island and then down just off the Jersey Shore. Anything to the left of that in New Jersey in the Hudson Valley uh, is in the sunshine, the city too. Anything to the east of that, to the right of that, still clouds, but no more rainfall. And uh, from this point on, it's dry for a couple of days. But the rivers, as we've been saying, take days, sometimes days, to be able to crest and then begin to recede. High today, 75. Low tonight, 50. Suburbs to about 60 in the city. Tomorrow, mid-70s and near 80. On Saturday, another chance of showers on Sunday. But just that, showers. Right now in the city, it's mostly sunny and 62.
New York's news, traffic, and weather station. This is WCBS News Radio 880. The New York City area getting hit with rain like we had never seen before. Two months of rain in just a matter of a few hours last night. The remnants of Ida are blamed for at least now nine deaths in New York and in New Jersey. And most of the subway lines are suspended or partly suspended. The MTA chairman told us Metro North is out of business today, not just with uh, flooding, but with some power outages and even landslides. Long Island Railroad extremely limited right now. NJT is completely suspended. On the roads, water submerged cars and stranded drivers for hours, many abandoning their cars on the roads to seek higher ground. Live coverage straight ahead. I'm Paul Murdain. I'm Linda Lopez. WCBS News Time is 831. And the remnants of Hurricane Ida are moving on, leaving behind a historical deluge that flooded New York and everything else in its path. Craig Allen is live in the Weather Center this morning. Some of those rainfall figures are, well, these are epic numbers we're looking at, Craig. Absolutely astounding. And, you know, with, with three major systems so far, far this past summer. I mean, it was only uh, a week and a half ago that we set daily records and and hourly records, and that was with Henri just passing offshore uh, off the coast. And now suddenly we have something that may never be surpassed again for hundreds and hundreds of years. So flood warnings and river flood warnings stay in effect when you get that kind of rain. We're talking about numbers that were in the 8 to 12 inch range for parts of New Jersey, Hudson Valley, as, uh, as well as uh, about five to ten in and around the city and nearby suburbs and the boroughs if you go a little bit farther to the east across long island you're more in the two to four inch range same thing down portions of the jersey shore but it's still it was tough last night and there are a lot of trees and power lines down in those areas now uh, the storm is even moving off the new england coastline but i'm seeing some video of flooding in like sections of Rhode Island and out towards the southeast Massachusetts, where roads look like roller coasters, as if there was nothing under them. They've completely buckled and gone up and down like molehills and uh, just gone. Roads are just gone. So uh, this, the, the, you know, Ida just continued to to bring havoc to areas no matter where she was across the country from you think about it from New Orleans all the way on up to off Boston. Our chief meteorologist, Craig Allen, as Craig was just saying, fallen trees, flooding, the damage that we're seeing today, just catastrophic from this rain overnight. Our WCBS reporter, Steve Burns, is joining us now. The storm is being blamed for several deaths in our area, Steve. Unfortunately, that is the case, Linda. New York's roads again turned into raging rapids. Subways again saw roaring waterfalls coming downstairs, rushing across platforms. As we take stock the day after, we are seeing some grim numbers, at least nine deaths in the region. A family of three was killed in Woodside, Queens, including a two-year-old boy. In Jamaica, furious flood water led to a wall collapsing and two adults drowned in their own basement. In New Jersey, Passaic, the mayor there describes a dramatic scene. A car with a family of three inside stranded. Two people in that car were rescued, but firefighters were getting swept under the car and could not rescue the father before the car was swept away. That man was later found dead. They're also following reports of two people who may have been swept away, and divers are out in the Passaic River searching for the missing. It gives you a sense of the magnitude of the effort ahead here. New York Governor Kathy Hochul told WCBS it is all hands on deck. And our crews are working around the clock. They have been removing new pumps from across the state to the hardest hit areas to help people literally pump 
bump out their streets and, and areas. So we're, we're not done with this yet. One of the biggest tasks, tasks ahead will be clearing roads, not just of garbage and de- debris that had floated by, but also of the many abandoned cars sitting in the middle of highways, propped up on guardrails, tossed around like toys by the furious water we saw last night. Yeah, the buses have been moving around as the Times describes it this morning in the city like uh, amphibious vehicles. The subway is not a submarine. We heard that from the head of the MTA, the acting chairman and CEO, Jana Lieber, on how things are going below ground. We had a couple hundred trains in the system when that historic one-hour rainfall uh, took place between 9 and 10 p.m. last night. And about you know 17 or 18 trains got stranded between stations. And we had uh, we were successful in, in, in bringing about a safe and orderly um, in evacuation of those trains with the help of the FDNY and the NYPD. Um, nobody, you know, our hearts go out to customers who are stuck there for a couple hours, and that, you know, that's a terrible thing. Um, but obviously, water and power don't mix. Uh, and uh, when this, when the water from that historic rainfall overwhelmed uh, the system, in, in some cases, you know, trains had to be brought to a halt just for safety's sake. Um, but we did, we did get everybody out of the system in a couple hours hours and 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 the the first responders were heroic metro north is down system-wide out of business in his words uh and is not just a problem with water on the tracks they had washouts landslides electrical problems liwr says service on branches has been restored uh, except for the port washington branch also some questions this morning about oyster bay service we'll see if they can nail that down for you customers can still expect that when the long island railroad at least 30 minute system-wide delays and suspensions NJ Transit dealing with a lot of the same problems. All New Jersey Transit Rail Service, except the Atlantic City Rail Line, remains suspended. And we spoke this morning with NJT's Jim Smith. There were some challenges last night with that water rising so quickly. Uh, we did have um, some some trains that were impacted, not being able to pass through some sections of the tracks, um, specifically near North Airport last night, where we saw four to five feet of water uh, coming up uh, around the train. So um, those that train has been uh, rescued. It's been pulled out. It's making its way uh, west down towards Trenton. Um, well, we do have crews that are putting all of the equipment back into a safe spot. Um, as we continue to assess the conditions of the tracks throughout the system. In uh, Westchester County in Mamaroneck, they're using inflatable rafts to get people out of their homes. The public school system there is closed, and maybe for a while, because they tweeted out in Mamaroneck, there's flooding, unsafe conditions, and, quote, significant damage. That from Mamaroneck. And we were on the line with the Westchester County Executive George Latimer this morning. Where there have been needs for evacuations, we have uh, some shelter services. I mentioned the village of Mamaroneck. They have a shelter at the Mamaroneck High school they probably have about 100 families that are housed there so we'll evacuate where the uh, low-lying water uh, is uh, is a greater problem and in most other cases uh, we're trying to block off areas that are flooded make sure we don't have uh, cars uh, automotives that go into those areas and wind up uh, becoming disabled and we have to retrieve them as well um, it, it's it's a tough morning right now and uh, well hopefully we'll see better by noon but it's not going to be uh, it's not going to be a good day up here we also spoke to Bergen County Executive Jim Tedesco, who said it is a tough morning there. So many roads are washed out. He noted that they are still doing rescues this morning to get people rescued from the floodwaters. Seven, uh, 838, 838 here at WCBS. Yeah, nightmare was the word that- this is Radio Connection live with our first news-themed Dare to Compare. 
for you this week there. We uh, we just heard um, uh, WCBS 880 and uh, 1010 wins uh, kicked the set off there uh, with their uh, weather coverage. What do you guys think of that? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta tell you, Tim. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not much of a, much of a news person. I mean, I, I haven't watched the news in over a year, but that, that was some, uh, good news if I do say so myself. Well, not good news and exciting news, but that was some good reporting if I do say so myself. Yeah, and uh, if you notice, it was funny because the way I started to do that, I had it backwards, so I had to turn it completely, turn it around uh, mm -hmm. to do that mix. Um, <laughs> but uh, we got the mix done right uh, because uh, the winds was recorded uh, in the uh, seven o'clock hour, and the uh, CBS stuff was recorded in the eight o'clock hour of the same day, covering the same story. So it, I thought, I thought that was uh, interesting. What? And, you know, we've heard four different um, news stations recently on the show. Mm -hmm. Which one of those four do you think w w were the best? We heard WTOP with their uh, news coverage a while back on, the, on the, uh, the guy that parked the car and had a bomb threat or whatever. Uh, we heard those two, CBS and, of course, uh, 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 WINS. And then uh, we also heard WWL's hurricane coverage. So who do you think did the best news job between all of those four stations? Well, I oh, boy. Uh, well, I'm going to take a stab and say I enjoyed WINS especially. WWL was pretty good, and CBS was accurate. That is kind of my opinion, though. Oh, my goodness. Um, I would have to say um, WCBS. And I and the reason why I can say that is because, you know, as good as WWL was, you got to remember, they're a, they're, a, they're a talker. They're not really a news talker, but they're a talker. Okay? Um, with WCBS, you're just getting the straight reporting. You're not getting opinions and shout fests and things like that. Uh, but when it comes to the weather, that's when, yeah. that's when WWO really shines through. Uh, I'm gonna say, Indeed. I'm going to say this too here. And um, uh, WCBS is good. And with the network helping them out too uh, a little bit, uh, it, it's uh, actually uh, so they get on both ends of the spectrum between the local and the national with a little bit of national help there. Uh, CBS is good. Wins is good too. Um, they they have some pretty decent things. They they are on it, but I think CBS usually will be first on the scene with breaking news. They try both stations try to be first, but um, more than likely, I think CBS is going to beat them out most of the time. Right. I want to. I want to bring in, um, there we go. All right. Um, AJ. I want, I want, yeah, I want to go ahead and bring, uh, AJ in, uh, AJ, um, uh, AJ, uh, joins us now. AJ, what are your thoughts? We've heard so far four new stations on this program. What, what, what station do you think stands out the most to you? I have to say WCBS too, because like, I've never been in a situation where, like, you have water going all, like, just all around everywhere, just 
except maybe mm-hmm. in a pool, but never like in on dry land, just water covering everything. That that's never been me. But I would have to say WCBS did really well with that. Um, it almost reminds me of what WLAC did when they had the Nashville flooding and the most recent flooding, the one that preceded Ida or preceded uh, Henry or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, AJ. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I do appreciate that. It's Radio Connection Live. Let us know which one was your favorite. And again, uh, between, let's see, WTOP, WCBS, uh, 1010 win, Wins, and WWL, right, Tim? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah and, and, and by no, the way, I, just can't. I can't pick a favorite. COP was good, so two. I forgot to mention that. Yep. Uh, I can't pick a favorite between the two. I really can't because I think Me neither. did a wonderful, I mean, just a spot on job of of getting that information you know out i got to uh, i got to i i i got to re- i want to recognize uh carol uh diori i think it's her name at the at the 1010 wins i think she's broadcasting on i, I think she was driving i guess she was on facetime or 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 some kind of way. I I I thought I heard her driving in her car watching. Yeah, I did. I I don't know if she was uh, doing. She from her house. she probably used Bluetooth or what. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I, and, but the way she approached uh, that news story and her her you know, the sadness uh, in her voice was just uh, evident there. Ab- um, absolutely. Well, folks, let us know what you think think on social media. You know or what? Just- you know what I want to do. I think I'm going to send that to uh, Gina. Uh, mm-hmm. Her being a, a news uh, freak, uh, mm-hmm. as she is, and uh, see what she has to say about the comparison between those two stations. Yeah, and yeah, and definitely, uh, and um, and, and definitely let uh, let us know let us know what she says uh, uh, when she gets it. So, folks, let us know what you think either by by uh, Facebook, Twitter, or just send us an email. Say. All right, so that sounds good um, to me. A couple of weeks ago, we got we got report that. Um, a pioneer in uh, in Daytona Beach News, Mark Bernier, who uh, was for until he until he, he passed away, was pulling double duty. He did mornings at WNDB during the morning show, and also did the afternoon drive show on WNDB. Oh, he did more than that. He did much more than that. Bernier was just, I couldn't believe how hard they worked him. I mean, he just was constantly working, 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 working. Um, he not only did his afternoon talk show uh, from three until six, he also did the morning show, as you said, um, with uh, Chuck Bennett. And you'll hear Chuck Bennett here in just uh, a couple of seconds. But he also had all of those weekend shows. He had uh, Weekend Around the House, which was a show that he did uh, about uh, different um, uh, ways that you could fix your home. Uh, And of course, all of these shows were based on the advertising he could sell because he was not only doing these shows, but he was also selling ads. And if he got uh, an idea for something that he thought he could sell, 
he'd go out and sell it. So, you know, he would sell his weekend around the house show to, to Lowe's or to uh, True Value or to Ace Hardware or to uh, some of those, uh, some of the local hardware uh, stores, some of the plumbing um, places that uh, come out and fix your plumbing, your plumbers, uh, your window installers, all of that kind of stuff. And that's why he did the weekend around the house show. And also, every three months or so, he would do a restaurant show in which he would go around and get a whole bunch of local mom-and-pop type uh, restaurants to buy advertising uh, from that show. And, of course, all that advertising would then spill over onto his regular weekday talk show as well. So this man just, I mean, he just worked and worked and worked and worked. Right up until the stuff end. He did. Right up until the end. Right up until the end. The mm -hmm. And I have a lot of respect for Mark. I, I, I really do. Uh, I, I met Mark on several occasions. Uh, just a great guy. He was always very nice to me. He always had uh, complimentary things to say about me on the air as far as uh, what, I was, uh, what I was Augie? doing at ELE. Oh, he loved Augie. He, he loved Augie and he loved Winston too. Mm. Um, so yeah, he, he was, it was, uh, Mark was just, a, a a great guy all the way around. Nice to just about, you know, everybody, unless you got on his bad side. I mean, unless there was something going on in the community that he didn't like, and then he would definitely, um, he would definitely let you know about it and he would go on the air and he would put people down uh cable companies for example you got into a big row with the cable company one time uh there locally with the spectrum so yeah it, it's um well at that time it was it was bright house and remember you live in a bright house you're a dimwit but uh, <laughs> anyway yeah so it, it, mark just uh a great guy I had a lot of respect for him he had a lot of respect for for my production work uh having been a production director himself and uh, he, uh, you know, he's, I just, I can't say enough good things about him. And that's why I really wanted to put a little bit of a tribute together for Mark. Now, WNDB did a Mark Bernier tribute show. We will hear that at the beginning of this clip. But they never played any of Mark's uh, audio in that show it was just simply guests that he had had shows uh, uh done shows with and friends of his that called in that uh, wanted to talk about him and so forth it was you know it was just a a, a long guest shot kind of thing with different people mm -hmm. having good things to say about mark but right. none of mark's audio and so i went back into my own collection here and lifted a couple of pieces of uh, audio and uh, so that's what we're about to listen to here. This is the tribute that I've done for Mark Bernier. And I hope that we can get this up someplace else on a, a YouTube or somewhere else on the web uh, so that uh, he'll have a little bit of uh, audio out there as well. Well, right here on here Radio it, Connection Live. Here we go. And the Ad Council. Mark Bernier will remain off air this week as he recovers from complications from COVID-induced pneumonia. News Daytona Beach, WNDB, and Southern Stone Communications wish Mark a speedy recovery and hope to have him back on the air as soon as possible. I'm Lisa Brady. This is Fox News. 
Good afternoon, everyone. It is 3.06. You're listening to WNDB. I'm Chuck Bennett. Happy to be back. Uh, not so happy to be back for this reason. But today we will uh, suspend the Sean Hannity show for one day on this last day of August. And remember a very, very good friend that we lost over this past weekend. Today is, uh, we're calling it a celebration of life. And it's a, a tribute show to Mark Bernier, who for over 30 years sat in this exact chair that I'm sitting in and entertained and informed Volusia and Flagler County listeners. That is just amazing. Me, myself, personally, Mark was a close friend of mine for 42 years. I met him in 1979, worked at four different radio stations with him, and it's it's a loss that just can't be measured. Uh, it's it's amazing. It breaks my heart. But he'd want us to move on, and that's exactly what we're going to do. So we have a lot of guests lined up. We have uh, people in studio with us today, all looking back at the career of Mark Bernier, a close, close friend of all of ours. Here's a guy. Let me tell you something about this business. Not many people last 30 years in this business with one radio station and one show. Mark Bernier did it, and my hat is off to him. R.I.P., my friend. I have a number of other stories that will intersperse throughout the next three hours. We'll be with you till 6 o'clock. As I mentioned, we have a list of numerous people that were uh, very close to Mark. Sponsors, uh, guests that used to be on the show, and revolutionaries and the like. Uh, Terry Sabiston from WNDB is with me. Uh, also, we have, of course, Bill Kincaid is producing the show today, as he uh, did for Mark for oh so long. And uh, just happy to be here. Our first guest, we're going to go back to the beginning for our first guest, because a little over 30 years ago, longtime uh, WNDB personality and program director Dave Lang was the guy who actually hired Mark back in the day. Dave, uh, I'd like to know your thoughts on how you met Mark and how the whole thing came to be. Well, you know, in a lighter moment, I might say, yeah, I'm responsible for Mark, but Mark <laughs> turned into a great talent and he proved that he loved the Daytona Beach area and he did so much for our area. Um, the very beginning, you know, you know Mark longer than I do. I, I knew Mark uh, 40 years at the radio station I was. He was an executive producer for a, a network radio program, the Steve Crawley American Scene Program. Right. And Mark was the executive producer. And oftentimes he filled in for the Steve Crawley. And at some point, Steve Crawley didn't show up at all. That's right. So it became kind of the Mark Bernier American Forum. Mm -hmm. But then at some point, it was 1991, uh, they lost their studio at uh, Disney, MGM, and they lost the satellite uplink. And Mark called over to WNDB and said, I think because you're affiliated with the Speedway, you probably have an uplink. No, Mark, we sure don't. But he came anyway. We interviewed. The interview was funny. Because you've been a long time in this business, Chuck. And you know that trade-outs are, 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 the, are king. Yeah. <laughs> so Mark, we brought Mark into town. The manager says, take Mark out on this trade. Here you go. So we're at this trade. We're having our lunch. It's very loud, very distractive, very distracting. And I don't know why we took Mark to Hooters for the interview. Oh, boy. <laughs> hey Dave, was, was, was David Middleton the general manager at the time? Uh, uh, I want to say it was 
either David Middleton or Ray Ray Blastic was our manager uh-huh. at one point. I think David Middleton might have been the sales manager. Ray Blastic was our manager, I think, okay. and we brought Mark in. And Ray likes to call him the stick. Mark is the stick. What do you mean? He stirs things up here in town. And we didn't have that in the Daytona Beach area before Mark came to town. Right. I'll tell you, I think you'll agree with me, Dave. He ate, slept, and and breathed radio. That was his life. I've never seen anybody. Like when I told you I met him 42 years ago, he was a production director at a radio station that I used to work for. And that's how I met him. And it was, he went as one production director to another production director in Providence. And then I worked with him there. I was the afternoon host there. And, but you could see he wanted to be, he wanted to be a talk show host. Once he got away from music. Yeah. And talk shows were sort of rare then. I mean, we don't have, didn't have the proliferation of talk shows we have now. It's, you know, it's sort of rare. Mm-hmm. Back then, you know, yeah, he he found what he wanted to do, and he he made his mark. He did it. All right, let's move ahead as we move on. Dave Archer's on the line, uh, former coworker here at WNDB. Dave, yeah, am I on the air? You sure are. <laughs> Hi, Chuck. Thanks for taking the call. This is Dave Archer calling. Yeah. I don't know if many people are still around that remember my name and remember my voice. But uh, I knew Mark when he first came to the station. And let me say right off the bat, it was great to hear Dave Lang's voice. Haven't run into him for a while. Mm-hmm. Glad he's retired also. But Chuck, I remember uh, uh, Mark when he first came to the station, his first day, he had his Groucho Marx mustache and yeah. a Panama Jack hat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and his Larry <laughs> King suspenders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But right away, when he got on the air and was given this talk show time period, uh, he questioned life in our community. And it was very unique at the time, and I thought he was terrific. He would talk about things that he would uncover in the area that he questioned, and his voice would go up high on the air, and he'd say, how could that happen? (laughs) And I thought that was neat. But what he did, he raised hackles in the community. I remember uh, going down the hall and peeking in the uh, the uh, conference room, and there he'd be sitting in there with his general manager at the time, with the then CEO of Halifax Hospital, because he brought you know found something about the hospital that rubbed him the wrong way, and he questioned about it on the air. Mm-hmm. Well, the CEO wanted a personal interview, and I think he was taken to the woodshed. But he did that, too, with uh, the local, at the time, cable company. And uh, the manager came in and sat in with the general manager and Mark and uh, had a little uh, you know, meeting of the minds. So th- that was Mark. And right away, he, he was a renegade. And that's what I appreciated. Uh, Marky is going to be a big loss in the, in the radio community, in the community, period. CCI Commercial Coverages Insurance. By Fox Mattress Makers, by iDesign Eyewear and Sunglasses, by SolarFit, and by Elder Law Attorney Melvin Stagg. Bookmark, up next on WNDB. We begin this bookmark segment with a local guy, a guy that I worked with for some years here at WNDB, who wrote a book and is doing what I had always hoped to do, write a book that relates to radio. 
Dave Archard is with us. The book is called Through Slanted Windows, A Journey into Radio. He joins us now for the Bookmark program on WNDB. Dave Archard, welcome home. Welcome back. Good to see you, sir. Thank you, Mark. How many years was it that we worked together? I want to say it was eight, maybe nine. Oh, at least. Uh, from Golly, the late 90s? Yeah. To it's, the early 2000s or yeah, whatever? Yeah. Uh, at that time, uh, when I came to WNDB, I think that you were on... Were you on Love at that time, or were you a continuity director? In 1991, when I got there, and they gave me the shot to do know, I had show. so many jobs, jobs to do. Yeah, you were on the AM I, and the FM at different times. Was, right, right. So, why did you write the book? It uh, started about five or six years ago, and that's how long it takes to, to, to get a book out in a book form. Okay. I have found. Is it about your love for radio, what got you into it, the experiences to start? What will oh, readers absolutely. get from it? Yeah. Well, I started as early as age nine knowing that I wanted to be on the radio. And, Mark, I think you were the same way. Another guy, Jim Nance, I heard him on network TV talking about being a young kid watching pro football and telling his dad, that's what I want to do. Well, that's what I wanted to do, only it was back in the 40s when they had old what is now termed old-time radio you know dramas and comedy shows and quiz shows on the radio and i would sit there on the living room rug in front of the big radio and listen to all that and i wanted to do that too and and the older i got then i wanted to be a network announcer and put the shows on the air you know lux presents hollywood <laughs> okay <laughs> tell a little bit about background where did you grow up uh in new jersey I'm okay. a Jersey boy, yeah. Okay. Up in Bergen County, just uh, west of the George Washington Bridge. What got you to Florida? Oh my goodness. Well, uh, uh, after we were married, Pat and I, up in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, believe it or not, we had to get out of there. A, a dead town. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it's like now, but in 1957. <laughs> <laughs> you could only go so far. It was a little daytime station. In uh, January, we had to sign on at 7.45 in the morning. You had to wait till the well, sun up. Well, we were on a Mexican clear channel, yeah. But it was a factory town, and everyone got to work by 7 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> so what did we have left but uh, some widows? Okay. So we would do the death announcements and the cattle report at noon and so on. Well, I wanted more out of radio than that. I wanted to be a disc jockey. I wanted to get on and just talk about music and play music. So I applied through Broadcasting Telecasting Magazine that I think everyone who's ever been in radio has used to get a job. Maybe you did, too. Yes, I did. I used it a couple of times. Answered an ad for a station in Tampa. And... I sent them a little spool of tape, a little air check of me, and a, a resume or a resume of my background, and uh, got the job. So Pat and I wrapped up everything, and down we go t to Florida, to Tampa, Florida. You uh, worked in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, too? That was my first job, yeah. Single guy, right out of disc jockey school in New York City. Really? Because you were born in Rochester. Well, yeah, but then we moved to Jersey when I was four. Okay. So I say I was brought up in Jersey. Okay. So it's Myrtle Beach to Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, then down to Florida. Yeah. Where you go to, is it Tampa or Miami first? Tampa first. Okay. W-A-L-T, it is now a Christian station, W-T-I-S, 
1110. You can pick them up here in Daytona Beach during the day. But I was the first disc jockey to introduce the Top 40 format to the west coast of Florida. As the morning man, I signed on a station that had, uh, Walt, W-A-L-T, that had decided to switch over to the Top 40 format. And one morning, I started playing Fats Domino, followed by Frankie Avalon, followed by Farron Young. It was a great mix of music back then in the late 50s. Uh, a very e eclectic. Uh, black artists, country artists, teen idols like Frankie Avalon and Fabian and so on. And then what happened there later on, uh, radio got separated. Then we had only black formatted stations and only country stations and only, you know, pop or top 40 or rock and roll, I guess. Okay. How long do you stay there? Uh, three years at Walt, and then I was let go. I was fired from Walt. They, they had to make room for a, a DJ at the station they owned up in Cincinnati. It was causing them some problems, so they had to get rid of them. They sent them down to their Tampa station, and I was the guy that got let go. I was fired on my son's second birthday. Oh, boy. Uh, my wife was pregnant with our third child. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was, uh, that was uh, uh, not too uh, long ago, October of 1960. So I ended up uh, as an MC or, or playing music at a Grandway store. Now, Grandway is something like Kmart, Target, but yeah. back then it was, you know, a discount store. And uh, I was able to at least make some money while I was collecting unemployment. But then I got uh, onto the program director at another station across Tampa Bay in St. Pete. And they had just started a top 40 format. But because Walt was a daytimer, this station over in St. Pete was a full-timer, 24 hours a day, with the same format, and they were killing Walt, which I wasn't too sad to see. Yeah, so they but I got hired on on WLCY. Okay. Yeah. How long did you stay there? Uh, two and a half years. Okay. And uh, there was a... Uh, an owner of, a, of WMFJ here in Daytona Beach, okay. now a Christian station. Mark, back then, in 1969, I guess it was, sure, they were a going and blowing top 40 blowtorch yeah. station, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, they, they owned this market of Daytona Beach. They needed a sales manager, and uh, we put a thing together, and... Uh, uh, I was able to come down to Florida. Okay, come so, back to Florida. So you're there for a few years until I'm I'm, I'm trying to get to where you end up working for the root company. Yeah, how did do you I... bounce to a couple of different stations before you end up here? Uh, yeah, I brought the uh, big band format to a station called WDAT up in Ormond Beach. With 13 now, as, now yeah. as different call letters, but I did that before Tony Welsh brought the Al Ham Music of Your Life big band format to WROD. Okay. So uh, the the owner of that station up in Norman Beach, uh, he had to let me go. He was losing money. He eventually left left the town in the dead of night, and it was a bad scene. How with this and for people hearing this litany of steps, how do you keep your family together? Does that come out in the book with Pat and the kids? 
this had to be very stressful, very difficult to bounce as much as you did. For me, much of the bouncing I did, I was a single guy and it was just me. Mm -hmm. But we got family. That's a big responsibility. How did you manage it? Sure. Uh, it's not in the book because the book is about my how I got into the business from age 9 up until age 20. And I'm at my first station in Myrtle Beach. But to answer your question... Uh, being close, being a good, tight family, having a good sense of humor. Uh, the, the kids were great because they were small. And, and Pat was terrific, a good partner. Uh, but she knew that, you know, in order to take the steps up, not only financially, but also uh, getting into something that might be less stressful or whatever. And it wasn't really bouncing that much. You figure five and a half years in Tampa, four years in Miami. Of course, the two in Decatur, we were ready to get back to Daytona Beach. And then 42 years here. Wow. The yeah. thrust of what happened during that time and lessons learned from the book Through Slanted Windows. We'll talk with Dave Archie when we come right back. We're going to be at the Miami Book Fair next Saturday. It's the 29th Miami Book Fair International with artists and authors like Tom Wolfe, Jonat Diaz, Anne Lamont, uh, Sandra Cisneros, Robert Caro, Emma Donahue. 300-plus authors from all around the world are going to read from their books, answer questions, and autograph their books at the Nation's Book Fair. And we're going to have it in Miami. We'll be broadcasting live beginning at 9, sponsored by Florida Power and & Light and Brown and & Brown Insurance. Having said that, I can tell you there is a an announcement. WNDB will begin broadcasting... The Glenn Beck program, 10 till noon, Monday through Friday, effective next Monday. Now, initially, there had been no formal plans to announce this, but today, Neil Bortz on his program announced his retirement. It is interesting to note that one of the managers within this company alerted us to the fact that Neil was going to retire a few months ago. I was a little surprised. Neil is 67 years old. He has a bucket list of issues that he wants to do. I don't think it's health-related. I think he just wants to move on to another chapter in his life. WNDB was planning to take Neil off the air from our station anyway. And the reasons all have to do with business and ratings. With Neil's program on so many stations, including Coxone WDVO at 96.5 and 580 AM, plus the fact that Neil's show beams in from Jacksonville on 690 WOKV, it really didn't make a lot of sense for WNDB to continue carrying the Neil Bortz program anyway. They were looking for something else. They had decided on Glenn Beck. It was going to be just the dropped-in the beginning of next week. I don't think the station had plans. They were just going to replace the program. But when Neil went ahead and made his announcement today, it opened the door for me to be able to talk about it. I don't plan to do a lot about it, but I can tell you that having been privy to ratings information, this was the right decision for the station and the company to make. I know there are a lot of people who listen to WNDB that like Neil Ports, but they, apparently you weren't listening to WNDB when Neil was on because the numbers, the ratings, did not reflect an audience for him on this station. They, the people here who live in this area had already gone to FM. They were listening to him on FM. They weren't listening to us, which meant that they actually must have changed the dial, either at 9 o'clock, when we have any number of shows on at 9, or 
At 10 o'clock, they decided to listen to the Clarity of FM and went at that point. Now, Neil runs from 9 to noon. Bortz announced his resignation or retirement plans today. They'll keep him on until January 21st, so he's on for another seven months. And then Herman Cain, who is also not exactly a spring chicken himself, Cain will be 66 years old, is going to start doing the show. And Cain, of course, has been a talk show host. We like Herman. He's a great guy. We won't be carrying the show. Um, if people are looking for Neil or Herman, they have a number of other places they can go. So effective next Monday at 10 a.m. on WNDB, it will be Glenn Beck. We'll see how that goes. I mean, I'm happy Glenn is going to be on the station. Um, there's been a lot of changes for Glenn. His uh, program has been on the air for a number of years. Most of you either like Glenn Beck or do not like Glenn Beck. He left the Fox News Channel, went on his own, has a fledging operation called GBTV, where you can watch him daily on the Internet. I've actually gotten the sample. It's not bad. But his radio program continues to flourish, and I think it's on somewhat uh, between two and 300 stations. And I believe the number is actually higher than even are on um, the Neil Bortz program. So Neil Bortz will retire. He will have been on the air for 42 years next January. I don't know if any of you were anywhere near with these accidents over the weekend, but it is a grim reminder of how we have to care. And so it goes, uh, as we remember the late, great uh, Mark Bernier here on Radio Connection Live. And uh, Tim, did you, uh, Tim, I, I hope you had Kleenex. Mark was, uh, Mark was a radio freak. Uh, he absolutely was a radio freak. And sometimes he just talk radio. Uh, he, he was a big <laughs> Neil Rogers fan. Um, when uh, there were times when uh, when we just get off talking about radio together uh, on the air sometimes, and uh, you know it's funny because I, I, I uh, uh, somebody we we uh, I was still working at WURK. I was doing afternoon drive, and yes, guys, I I Tim would tell you, I I was doing I was on FM in afternoon drive, which isn't heard of because most people start at the bottom. <laughs> but I was, I, I, I did weather, I did voiceover, and I did afternoon drive at WURK. And after me, we aired a show called Democracy Now! with Amy Goodman at 6 o'clock. Now, I hated that show. <laughs> I hated it. And I wasn't, my, I wasn't a fan of it either, to be honest. Yeah. So, I... I hatched a plan. I went to my bosses and I said, can we move Amy Goodman to five o'clock in the morning? They didn't care when we aired it. it you know, we, we could download it uh, the day before and put it, for, put it on 5 p.m. And they agree with it. And, the, and, and they said, uh, and Tim, you, we never got the audio of this. And they said, Tim, or they said, Jimmy, well, what, what, what are we going to do with the six, six o'clock hour? I said, easy, put me on at six o'clock. So I, for a while, I was on from three to seven, Monday through Friday. I, I come in the studio about 1.30. Um, I record the, the forecast for the night show at two and then be, be on the air for four hours from three to seven o'clock. It, 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 it cut mustard is what it did. It, 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 it cut mustard. Well, you know, uh, Mark, one of the shows that I did not mention was the bookmark show that we just listened to. Mark was a voracious reader. Uh, 
uh, absolutely a voracious reader. And, uh, and what he would do would be schedule guests uh, for his talk show that had written books. And of course, when you're in the talk radio biz, you know this, uh, you're constantly being bombarded by uh, authors who want to get on the radio for one reason or another with with whatever their book is. And uh, Mark was very open to that. uh, And he decided uh, that he would uh, get these authors on his regular talk show and interview them. Now, you, you had to notice what an incredibly great interviewer Mark was. Mm-hmm. He was just, that was that yeah. was what he did best, uh, was interview people. And uh, he, he would get these artists on, or these, these authors, I should say, on, uh, who had written books and uh, do the interview on his regular three to seven, uh, t- or three to six talk show. And then uh, take segments of those interviews and make a completely separate show, which was on from nine until 10 on Saturday morning after his uh, weekend around the house. Uh, Yeah, that was right. That was right. Uh, And, and um, because it, because at uh, 10 o'clock they did uh, Bobby, Bobby Likas back then. Uh, and and uh, so anyway, he would get them on his regular show and then use uh, pieces of that interview to do a completely separate program called so he knew, Mark. So, he, so basically, so he knew how to take uh, so, it, it, so he knew how to take and take interviews apart and then reassemble and then recycle and then reassemble Well, Phil, Phil Kincaid did most of that production work actually. Uh, right. But, uh, but that was that was what Mark. Uh, that was what Mark did, and I always thought that bookmark show of his was a tremendous idea, and he should have syndicated it nationally because there's no other show like it uh, that I'm aware of. But it was it was a great show. The man works so hard, uh, and he was he was a radio freak, and well, we're all gonna miss him. We're all gonna miss him. Oh yes, we certainly we certainly will, and there you know, and and and. And even and even if even if uh, NDB uh, chooses to uh, insert another uh, show in that time slot, it'll never be as good. I doubt as... they're going to do that. I think they're going to just go. I don't think they're going to try to replace him. I don't think you can replace somebody like Mark. No, no because no. he was you, so you, locally you oriented. Uh, uh, Darnell was saying something. What? Good, Darnell. Okay, I wish that the bookmark show was in Cleveland because well, at least here we didn't have we didn't have uh, all that we didn't we didn't have a because you know we don't have we don't have cock in Cleveland uh, we have the cable company but we don't have the radio so yeah <laughs> Right. Well, again, it's funny because uh, every station that Dave Archard mentioned in Tampa, I'd never listened to it, but I've but I've heard her checks of it. Well, uh, Dave Archard was actually working in Tampa when I got there uh, back in 1960. I remember him very well at working uh, at Walt CY. Uh, Walt. Walt, I remember WALT. Walt was a great radio station. It was a little daytimer, but boy, I'll tell you what, they were they were one of the finest uh, top 40 stations in the country. And, and they and they would go from uh, Christian uh, from a top 40 to Christian 
No, to, they went from top 40, believe it or not, they went from top 40 okay. in 1968 to beautiful music. Oh, God. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, kind of, kind of uh, what WCFL did uh, 10 years later. But, um, but uh, yeah, they, uh, and the reason they did that was the owner of, the, of, uh, of Big Walt, that's what they called it, Big Walt Radio, mm -hmm. uh, sold uh, the station to a guy by the name of Jim Walters. And Jim Walters was a real estate agent in Tampa, big house builder. He built lots and lots of homes there in the Tampa Bay area. Jim Walters did. And uh, when he bought the station, uh, all he wanted to listen to was beautiful music. So that's what he put on his radio station. And it was a, a real tragedy, a real sad thing uh, when uh, we were left with only one top 40 radio station, WLCY, uh, in that market when uh, Big Walt went away. But I do remember Dave Archer very well. And uh, I know him. I've met him several times. As a matter of fact, the book that they were talking about, I bought a copy of that book and I had Dave sign it and gave it to Gina for her birthday one year. Wow. When, and, and, and LCY, that's, that's where we first heard the name Al Ford, and Al Ford was their traffic reporter. Yep. Well, this, is back when, this, this is back when they were using helicopters to, for traffic reports. Actually, Al Ford was, uh, was on W... I think Al Ford was on WDAE before he was on uh, WLCY. On it's Radio Connection Live. Um, wow, wow, lots of great content. The stuff today. you learn on this show, people. Exactly. And, and, and we're the known history for you that. find out about yeah. from this show. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, uh, I had no idea Mark did some time in PA. Well, north of me from where I lived at the time, but that's impressive. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, uh, coming up next, who wants to go? Who, um, who wants to take a photo trip to Fort Myers? <laughs> because that sounds me. like a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Tim. So so this. By the Tim, way, well, where the heck is the cheeseburger and beer at? Just kidding. <laughs> well. <laughs> all right. So 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 Tim, you 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 heard the you heard you've already heard this, Jared. Check because I sent it to you. What you know. Tell kind of give our listeners kind of a little, a little backstage, a, a little kind of a teaser as to what they're going to be hearing in the next uh, thirty seconds or so. Uh, it's a hell of an air check, huh? It's a hell of an air check. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, you're you're going to hear yeah. that uh, coming up in just a couple of seconds as we're making our way to um to Fort uh, um, um as we're making our way to Fort Myers. Now, but now, now I'm going to be a little mean to you guys and I'm going to kind of, we don't do this a lot on this program, but I'm going to let you hear what, what this format replaced sort of. So back in, Oh goodness. Uh, late September or early October and AJ don't click in yet. I'll, um, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll cue you. Um, uh, Sun Broadcasting, which is a local group in Fort Myers, Florida, decided it would be a good idea to take the alternative rock that was heard on 93.7 using the WXNX call letters. Oh, what a call letter. And they decided to make it country. Now, if you guys recall, we featured a station on this very program 
called night uh called 98.7 donald fm yeah, remember that and and their 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 slogan was making radio great again well apparently the 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 the, the good folks at um at uh Sun Broadcasting decided it decided to take that same that same uh, um, concept and manufacture it into a radio station. So they took that. So they decided to call this radio station Trump Country ninety three seven. And I kid you not that. That 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 that's literally, that's that's literally that's literally what it's called. Now I don't. Now I personally cannot tell you how they got this guy to do the Trump voice for the radio station, but I'll let you guys. But I'm gonna let you guys be the judge. Okay. Okay, how so, long did they run this format? About three months. Okay, so yeah, it, three, it only. It, okay, it so only, when did it, they start it? When did when when did they start it? This was in, I believe, to be October of uh, last year. Okay, October, no, se- September, September. I'm sorry, September. September of okay, September through the I I would assume through the election. Yeah, it yeah, it was yeah, it was it was through it was through the election and and I'm um I'm 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 gonna ask AJ to talk about this coming up anyway. Yeah, it they 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 did it, they 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 ran they ran this this format uh through the election and then talk about they, being short sighted. I mean your management has got to be very short sighted. This is you almost have to approach this as a stunt kind of thing. Uh, because what happens if yeah, it happened. Uh, exactly. You know, Biden. Exactly. Uh, when and Biden a, becomes our president, you can't be you can't be calling yourself Trump country anymore, can you? Right. Right. Exactly. So. So. Um. Yeah. So. So let's listen to what uh, Trump country sounded like, and then we'll get into the air check uh, of what it is now. Uh, and then well, I, I want to know what they did between the two. <laughs> well. Well. Um. Tell you what, we'll talk, we're going to talk about that coming up in about in about five minutes. But first, here's how uh, Trump country sounded right here at RCL. What could be better than Trump country 93.7? Nothing. It's the best. Trump country 93.7. Oh, and you're welcome. We're going to play so much music, tremendous music, lots of hits, definitely not a total disaster. That's what you get here in Trump Country 93.7. This is Mike Pence, and I'm required to let you know that this is not an endorsement by the president. In fact, it's not even really his voice. What are you talking about, Mike? Go get me a Diet Coke. That's not even really you either. You're right, sir. Celebrity impersonation is not an endorsement.
Drum Country 93.7. I will tell you, people are learning very quickly about the newest and best radio station ever. Trump Country 93.7. The signal covers a lot of ground. It's huge. Fort Myers and beyond. I ain't going nowhere. What could be better than Trump Country 93.7? Nothing. It's the best. Trump Country 93.7. Oh, and you're welcome. Trump Country 93.7. All the hits. Boom. Trump Country 93.7. Same I said, broken halos that used to shine. What could be better than Trump Country 93.7? Nothing. It's the best. Thanks for inviting me to your lunch, Mr. President. I'll have a sandwich and a conservative glass of milk. What are you eating for lunch today? Same as every day, Mike. The fake news. It goes down well with the best music. Here on Trump Country 93.7. WXNX-FM, Sanibel. I should have known, sir. <laughs> Trump Country 93.7. Oh, and you're welcome. Trump Country 93.7. You're all alone at a party. So I'll tell you, they came to me and said, what do you know about country music? What do you know? And I said, I know about winning, and we're going to build the best station ever. That's what I know. A big, beautiful station in my adopted home state. Trump Country 93.7. What could be better than Trump Country 93.7? Nothing. It's the best. Trump Country 93.7. Oh, and you're welcome. Now that they've heard Trump Country 93.7 in Southwest Florida, Joe Biden decided to buy a radio station in Delaware. Yeah, I heard it's called Fake News 2020. Nice. So nice. Ninety-three-seven. What could be better than Trump Country ninety-three-seven? Nothing. It's the best. You hear that? We're building the wall—a great, big, beautiful wall of sound. Trump Country ninety-three-seven. We like it a lot. We like it a lot. There's a new official radio station to crank up in the big, beautiful boat parade. Trump Country 93.7. It's the new station for your next Trump boat parade. The most beautiful country radio station ever. Southwest Florida is Trump Country 93.7. Make country great again.
Trump Country 93.7. Oh, and you're welcome. We're draining the radio swamp. Trump Country 93.7. Country 93.7. What could be better than Trump Country 93.7? Nothing. It's the best. Whether you're out in the swamp or deep in the state or just at home, we've got your music right here. Trump Country 93.7. Country 93.7. Together we're making country great again. Trump Country 93.7. This is the time of day Nancy Pelosi likes to get her hair done and Sleepy Joe likes to take his nap. But not here. We're getting ready for another big afternoon of fantastic music on Trump Country 93.7. WXNX-FM Sanibel. What a tremendous station. You're so right, sir. Oh, I know I'm right, Mike. It's Radio Connection Live. That was, <laughs> that was the precursor to what we're going to hear in the next 30 seconds or the next minute or so. What do you think, Tim? Uh, Trump Country 93.7. Oh, I don't know. Uh, stunting. It's it's um, pretty much. Yeah, pretty stunting. much is what it was. I, frankly, I was gonna. I, well, when I, I when I first heard it, when Jimmy sent me a link about, wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it, it's funny because uh, and, and I, you know, I, you gotta. There are so many things you gotta ask about with that because uh, you know, with political. <sighs> with the political advertising and everything, I would think the FCC would have been taking a real close look at that. They did, actually. Uh, even even with the disclaimer that they ran in there um, about celebrity voices and such, it, it's still, um, I would think that would put a really bad crimp uh, in their political well, advertising funny. revenue, funny. which uh, they, is huge. They, they investigated the, they investigated and uh the branding they have now uh the reason why they have the branding is they require it was they it was uh the fc said look we're, we're not we won't find you but but we're going to require that you rebrand the radio station and trump and and, 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 uh, and they panicked and by the time trump lost the election they said okay we're, we're not going to keep it on the air anymore and uh they didn't they didn't they really they they were still running some promos with the with the Trump voice for about two for about a month and a half. Then wow. they adopted what they what 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 they have now, um, and you know and and I've been con I've been in contact with the radio station. Um, I called uh, this past Friday, and I said because they're owned by the same company that owns Wink TV and. What was Wink News Radio 1200 was skipped in here all the time. And uh, oh. they also own uh, 96.9 Wink FM as well. So they're all housed in the same building on, in, Fort, in, um, in Fort Myers. Right. Um, and uh, I contacted them and they're like, okay, why don't you guys have weather or traffic or news or whatever? And, and right, it's just, not, it's just automation. But um, 
Tim, but uh, actually, actually, you know, Tim, save your opinions because uh, I want I, I I'm going to go ahead and let people hear what the new branding. So sounds. when when did the new, the format change take place? For Trump country or for what it is now? For, no, for what they're running now. Uh, actually, um, it was it was kind of it was kind of a it wasn't really a it was it was kind of a, a it took place. Uh, God, about December the twenty seventh or twenty eighth, somewhere around there, or or probably. I thought it, I thought it was after Christmas. Yeah, it was after Christmas. It was after Christmas. It was okay. it, it was right before Christmas, actually. I remember Thank you. It was like yeah. a week. Oh before. yeah, yeah. Hmm. And the and the and the head and the article read, "Trump country concedes defeat." <laughs> That's what the article said. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I what they what they I, should what they should have branded it is Trump country goes to hell. <laughs> how they got those call letters mm-hmm. you gotta right. wonder how they got those call letters so quick oh I'm still I, I i don't know wondering to this day i i, I don't know and yeah. it's funny because it's funny because i i i i read no see when, when i ran when i heard this air check i thought this was a recent format change i thought like this happened a couple of weeks ago or something but uh okay so i'm, I'm i've been set yeah. straight so yeah it's funny it's hard to do I, for I, me i nobody's i read I read that Heather. article. I read that article on, uh, on 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 a Facebook live video, and I, I spelled the script back and back in my in my desk. Uh, and it, it, it's funny because it's funny because it's laughable, you know. Because um, you know, and 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 uh, the things that they say that the, the the guy and the girl say are actually kind of funny, you know. It's it's kind of you know, they, who, you know who does the imaging for this. Um, I think it's two local people. I think I think it's two staff members who work there. Um, so they're not outsourcing it to uh, to somebody else. Um, but it, it, it's 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 really funny, and they got brand new call letters uh, to boot, and and they, they and um, blah, 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 blah. okay, there we go. And they and and so it, it it's it's funny, and it's because of like, again because of laugh. Let's let's go ahead and listen to ninety three point seven in Fort Myers, and um, you be the judge. <laughs> it's it's Radio Connection Live. Another summer six pack. Yep, hell yeah. 937 doesn't have this beer belly from just playing six songs in a row. Clearly, you listen to Hell Yeah 937 because you have good taste. You also have ears. Hell yeah. 937. 
take a sip of a summer six pack. At the spa. Define hellacious for us in this hellacious amount of country music. 239-338-HELL. Is going to support your drinking habit with a summer six pack? Yeah, I realize it's just us playing six songs in a row and keeping the beer for ourselves. Yeah, we're kind of jerks that way. amount of country music on Hell Yeah 93.7. And there is also a hellacious amount of debt we owe our bookie. with a huge splash, right? No big deal. Southwest Florida Trusts. Don't be late to get your news early. Wink News, weekdays at 3. Wink News. Wink News. Wink News. Now. We know you'll agree. Wink News is the place to be starting at 3. Next, all new Drew from Hollywood. She's one of the most talented and creative people in music. She's changed it as we know it. A very candid exclusive. Plus, a 51st date surprise. 
about to crash a screaming. Hi, everybody. Only on Drew. Drew, today at 4 on WXCW. Come on, show me yours. Uh-uh. Please? No. I'll show you mine. You're bad. I know. You're... Ooh, impressive. You like it? Oh, yeah. It's your turn. Don't you dare tell anybody. Oh, I won't. Let me slide these down. Is this what you wanted to see? Oh, yeah. That is one fine tattoo. Goodfellas Tattoo and Removal Tattoo Specials. Till it's gone removal and two for $60 piercing. Located on Lee Boulevard in Lehigh and online at goodfellastattooandremoval.com. Wink News happens now. Live in the newsroom. Wink News now. Now. Wink News. Oh, I bet. You're saying 1,000% this is because no sex in the marriage. There was intimacy in the relationship. <laughs> And a face-off. Well, woman number two is here. With the other woman. Speaking with her face-to-face is something that you want to do, right? Yeah. Come on out. All new Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil, today at 5 on WXCW. Check this out, Southwest Florida. We're happy to announce you can still get the original MSRP for your trade-in, but only at Naples Nissan. If your trade-in is a 2013 or newer with less than 120,000 miles on it, regardless of brand or where you bought it, Naples Nissan will pay you the full original base MSRP for it so you can drive home in a brand new Nissan. Yes, that means whatever your car was worth when it was new, even if you didn't buy it new, that's exactly what it will be worth right now. But only here at Naples Nissan. We've got hundreds of new and like-new, low-mileage, pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Now is the time for you to make that upgrade. To get full details on how you can get the full original base MSRP for your trade-in, come see us at Naples Nissan here on Pine Ridge Road or visit NaplesNissan.com today. Offers on select models with approved credit and cannot be combined. It's Fred Kobe with your Kobe cooling tip of the day. You know, when I was a kid, you could drive a go-kart down Cypress Lake Drive and never pass a car. Now, I can't even see the sidewalk from the traffic. Southwest Florida has really grown, and the choice for air conditioning contractors has grown with it. When you're looking for a contractor, find a local family-owned business with the owner as the license holder. Use only companies with Nate certified mechanics, the only true certification in this business. Use families that invest locally, and not conglomerates owned by some foreign international company. In other words, use Kobe Cooling. Call us at 239-482-1542. When you think of air conditioning companies, we hope you'll think of Kobe Cooling. No nonsense and no pressure. We're the company your neighbors use. License CACO 57313. Kobe, the most trusted name in this business since 1949, locally owned and operated. Seatbelt? Check. Tunes? Check. Breakfast at McDonald's? Check it out. We put so much country into every hour. That the fire marshals threatened to shut us down for overcrowding. Sorry, not sorry. Hell yeah, 93.7. Welcome to Radio Gag 101. Today, class, we'll learn about play on words, where Hell Yeah 93.7 brings you summer six-packs. Oh, <laughs> silly us. It's not beer. It's just six more songs you've heard a million times before. This is Radio Connection Live. Oh, yeah. 
W H E in Fort Myers, Florida. <laughs> oh man, sorry, Tim. I'm geeking out over here, guys. My 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 Tim. Bad. Tim, what'd you think? I I still don't believe that last one. I, you mean? know, I mean, really. What do you mean? What? A million songs, you, you know, songs you've heard a million times before. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think I would put that kind of imaging on my radio station. <laughs> but, but uh, what do you think of the rest of the rest of the for, of the format, though? Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, a lot of local ads. They're selling local. That's good. Yep. By the way, that that phone number that they have actually works. Oh yeah. Yeah. Here, I'll show you. I'll, 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 I'm, I'll do it on the. Um, I'll do it on the. Um, device in here so you, so you guys can uh so you guys can hear it yes folks this is actually happening right now on live rate well at least on at least in podcast form so i'm gonna call the phone number so so you guys can hear can hear what the greeting sounds like one two three three eight four three five five which is h-e-l-l by the way Hello. You've reached out. Speak your mind. No, seriously. Just let it all out. You could be heard on Hell Yeah 93.7. Please leave a message at the phone. Alexa, hang up. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man, you wow. should have done a promo. <laughs> huh? Should have done a promo. Okay, let's okay. do a promo. I, I mean, I can. I can call it back if you want. I mean, okay, so what, what would I say in the promo? You should do a promo saying, hey, you know, uh, we're, we've just featured your radio station on Radio Connection Live. Okay, here. Okay, here. Podcast. Okay, here. Okay, here. I'll, do it, I'll, do it I'll do it again. Watch this. Uh, where'd it go? Okay. <laughs> Call 239-338-4355. Hello? Yeah, hell, maybe they'll, uh, like I say, hell, maybe they'll put that on their radio station and we'll get some hello publicity. speak your mind no seriously just let it all out you could be heard on hell yeah 93.7 please leave a message at the phone when finished you may hang up or press pound for additional options hey what's up guys my name is jamie i listen to you guys online and we just promoted your station on my podcast radio connection live plays a lot of country music keep it up later Alexa, hang up. There you go. <laughs> that makes sense. That's <laughs> it. That, that, it, it's an interesting station. I, I, so, so I mean, imaging. Okay, the, the branding might need a little bit of work, but that's. They, let me, do you guys want to know how? They, I how don't they, think that's local uh, imaging. I do not think that's local imaging. It just it sounds too good to be local. What do you mean it sounds too good to be local? I don't know. It just doesn't sound local to me. The the imaging just doesn't sound. It sounds like they bought it from someplace. Yeah. No, no, it, I, no, no. Actually, I talked to program director Rob Morris, and he said it's actually two staff members who just happened. No, to work. I, I yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's two staff members. Uh, they, it, so let me tell you, let me tell you how they got the branding for. And, and Brian isn't isn't among them. That's no Brian. Brian oh, voices he... Wink T. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's yeah, weird. I heard yeah. that. I heard him yeah. voicing the wink stuff. And, and I'm yeah. thinking that's really weird. 
Yeah. Well, let me let me. Okay. Do you guys want to know how that branding was conceived? By the way, how that how that name was conceived? Yeah. Right. So it. Yeah. So when you think of twenty twenty, what it, um, it would be? What would it be? I mean, what what is one word way you would describe twenty twenty? Uh pretty much it. Uh, not bad. A hell of a year. Yeah, it, we it, were all cooped it, up exactly, and depressed, and exactly. So they add, so that, that, that's how they got it, and they got brand new W H E L call letters to boot. So <laughs> it's, it's actually kind of fun to how, pay for those. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I and, I, and I, I mean, I, I guess now, now here's the thing: they weren't. They, I don't think they were parked anywhere. Now, for those who don't know, parking basically means if you have a really good call letter, you can park them. Meaning you can put them put away somewhere so you don't lose them. Like for example, ten ten here is WHFS AM. Now HFS those are those are Heritage, Maryland and DC call letters, and they're parked on uh, on ten. Uh, I, I think they're parked here. The FM is part of the call letter, so they're they're, they're parked here, so you don't lose them. The AM, I'm sorry. But yeah, so so that's ninety three seven in Fort Myers, and uh, you can listen to them on the TuneIn app. Uh, the website is also another way to listen to them, and the website is really easy. You, you just go to the website and click play. That's all you do. I mean, it's simple, really. Are, are you praying it, for them, uh, Jamie? Um, I'm praying they change that branding, so kids, so in case, in case there are any kids listening, and that's what I'm. Uh, that's yeah, probably that's, that's what I was thinking of too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, they're. The only thing, Molly, you know, is, I have a branding idea. They should play. They should call it ninety-three-seven. The Wolf sixty-minute Wolf track start. Well, now, honestly, or something like that. Yeah, honestly, too many wolves. There's too many wolves, and and I I was That's thinking like sure. I was thinking like ninety-three-seven Sun Country. You know, the Southwest Florida's hot uh, hot country or something like that. Um, fun country. Here's a 20s uh, branding back uh, back when uh, they were a uh, country station. What's station? 620. Oh, yeah, 620 Sun Country. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And their call letters were WS. You know, wait, actually, you know what? I have something better. Okay. How about how about Thunder 937, Southwest uh, Florida's hot rocking country? Uh, that wouldn't said, work. That yeah, wouldn't work. South Country with WSTH call letters. With, with WSTH call letters, yeah. See, you see that. You see that. That's the thing. I, I get. I guess they wanted something that was unique, that was that nobody else had. So that's why they they they, they have the the heavier branding. So, um, you know, they and basically they, they they didn't even change format. They just changed branding on that thing. So yeah, they changed the, they, they changed yeah. the yeah they changed they it changed. from Trump to hell and uh, and, and considering his political yeah, situation really i would say they did a pretty good job of that uh <laughs> but anyway no it's, i mean musical <laughs> tim, tim. in their format at all yeah hey tim hey tim tell tell the gang what i labeled that uh the uh when i sent it to you tell tell them what i what i what i the, the label that i put on it oh um i don't remember southwest florida went <laughs> <laughs> remember that <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, oh I, wow. I try to make it as, about as unique as I possibly can when I when I and it's funny because uh last night we 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 had we had a really 
pretty big inversion and we i got four they, they came in from fort myers and, and then i moved the antenna around to the right i got k country in, in gainesville yeah. so so you get a you get a you get a good inversion at two stations on the same frequency they'll 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 try to they'll try to they'll try to cancel each other out basically <laughs> you get a you get sounds a good like, sounds like me and love fm around here man yeah i mean you get a good, uh, <laughs> You get a good little inversion like that. Little they'll 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 try to they'll try to they'll try to cancel uh, each other out. Really, really. Oh, speaking quickly. of that, going back to that Mark Bernier interview, uh, the love uh, that he was referring to uh, in that interview is not ninety nine point five. Okay, right. At right. that point, uh, oh, that was they actually had uh, the root uh, company when they owned. Uh, uh, the those radio stations had a a beautiful music station called Love. And, right. Um, I'm trying to remember what frequency it was on. I can't remember. I want to say AM signal. Huh? It would have. It to must be have been. AM, no, it would have to be an FM signal. No, it's FM. So yeah. What 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 was the station, Tim? Well, they called it Love. They called it uh, Love uh, FM. But it wait, was wait, a beautiful wait. music station back in then. In, in, in Daytona. In Daytona, okay. Yeah. Hmm. And it was owned by the Root Company. Hmm. So hmm. that love is not the same uh, love that we think of right now as 99.5. So that, uh, right. that, you know, in Daytona, there have been two stations called Love. Yeah. Well, guys. Well, yeah. Well, y'all, yeah, well, you guys finally today, we got to thank Gina for this last air check, right, Tim? Yeah, um, this is a guy that has worked uh, in uh, state government uh, and in radio in Florida for many, many years. Um, used to have, uh, used to be on the Florida network a lot. If you heard a lot of Florida network news and anytime they go to a, a report from uh, Tallahassee, they would go to Rick Flagg. Mm -hmm. uh, on Florida Radio Network, and uh, Rick Flag is someone that uh, I uh, I know, I have met, and um, he uh, recently retired, and uh, so we got a little bit of a uh, clip of uh, Rick Flag here to play uh, his uh, retiring uh, from the. Now he used to work for Clear Channel, uh, and. Um, Apparently, as Gina reminded me of this, I had forgotten about it, but Gina reminded me of this, that uh, he was um, fired from Clear Channel, and then he started kind of his own uh, statewide uh, syndication thing, and um, I don't know whether he was still working with Florida Radio Network or not, but uh, anyway, um, Rick Flagg has uh, been a, a mainstay of getting news from the Capitol uh, all over this state. Uh, heard all over this state for uh, many, many years. Well, uh, well, let's hear. Uh, well, let's hear this clip of Rick Flagg's retirement right here at RCL. As we wrap up this week's uh, Capitol report, a veritable legend in Tallahassee, a myth, a an, at least an interesting and fascinating character of uh, many, many years' acquaintance, uh, Rick Flagg, uh, recently departed the Capitol Press Corps after what, Rick, more than 40 years? 43 and a half years, but who's counting? 
we go back a ways. We do, yeah, and I remember those early days. You took me on a tour of the Capitol, which I thought was the most awesome and incredible thing. Oh, here's the governor's office. Well, here's where the Speaker of the House hangs out, and here you're introducing me to people and all that. My God, this guy knows everybody. And it's like, you can't do that anymore. You can't bring people around to the governor. You can't bring people around to the Speaker of the House. You were part of the golden age of the Capitol there, Tom. Well, you, it really, it really was a heck of a different place than it is today. Well, that's it. And as I understand it, Rick, let's see, you you're going from having your own statewide radio network where you were feeding uh, commercial radio stations from Pensacola down to Miami, and that kind of went away. You were hired then by what ultimately became iHeart uh, Radio's uh, Tallahassee bureau chief, and then working for Peter Schorsch uh, doing that daily podcast uh, for a while. But because of the changes you just mentioned, that kind of uh, led to a little acceleration of your timetable, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, you know, I just... To be, to be quite honest, I'm I'm set I'm fed up with state government in in general. I mean, it used to be a wonderful institution. I I think back to the old days of Ruben Askew and Bob Graham and oh, just giants, absolute giants. At the time, I didn't realize it, but they were. And what we have now is this collection of of little tin plate, tin horn politicians who are five and diming us all the way into bankruptcy, and you know, it's just people used to believe in government. People used to believe things could make a difference. Now all they want to do is cut and run, and I'm getting tired of it. Well, uh, you have, so I'm going to cut and run. You, you <laughs> <laughs> follow their lead. That's what I say. But but on top of that, Rick, you also have a different approach from the the Capitol Press Corps, which used to be dozens of people, literally all the major newspapers and wire services and those institutional journalism uh, icons. They had lots and lots of people in this town, and now it's down to just a handful to cover everything. It really is kind of sad to, to take it. And to take it one step further, there aren't that many people that are actually covering things. Yeah, there's a lot of people writing about stuff that happens here, but no one actually reporting on the news. I mean, if it wasn't for WFSU, if it wasn't for the Florida Channel, and for you know two or three news services, there would be absolutely nothing. The rest of the folks there are just, you know, they're waiting for the others to break the story, and then they'll run. It. And uh, that really is, it's, it's sad to see that it's become that, but that's the modern media landscape that we have inherited. Well, and we keep saying, too, you get what you vote for. And in this case, you also get what you pay for as far as the various companies or uh, hedge funds or whatever else that have gotten involved in media right now uh, so that it now has to be a profit center. It can no longer be, hey, we're doing this for the public interest and we'll make money over here on the other side of the equation. Now everybody has to make a buck. That is a shame, too, because you remember back in the old days, news directors used to sit around and boast about how much money they had lost, because that was a symbol of your station's commitment to covering the news. That was your, their symbol of how much you had invested in the community that you would pay back. Well, there's no payback now. There's no news. There's no coverage. There's... Speaking commercial radio, of course, not public radio. Yeah, but even in our situation, you see this happening nationwide that 
we have to depend on underwriters. We have to depend on listeners. Luckily, we have a pretty good listener base here. But by the same token, it still costs money to put on a quality news presentation and to do the kind of legwork you were just talking about. So you don't have the bucks. You don't get that kind of content. And, you know, really, I've been trying to figure out how to monetize the Internet to try to find some way to make that work. And apparently I'm not the only one who has failed. Uh, but it, it really, until someone can figure out how to turn a profit and plow money back into reporting, I think we're in for even worse days ahead. Well, you are not going to be, though, part of that day-to-day uh, churning out of the the sausage, if you will, Rick. So what uh, what is ahead for Rick Flagg here as you uh, anticipate the yawning chasm of retirement here? Oh, I'm going to be busy. Don't you worry about me. I've got the beekeeping. I've got my wife's farm. Uh, she does the Red Hills marketing thing. And I've got a whole bunch of things, projects around the house that I've been saying, oh, wait till retirement and take care of that. Well, now it's it's time. But honestly, my first appointment is with a weed whacker because I have to do something about that yard. It is a disaster area. <laughs> we'll keep you away from it. After 44 years, I think the uh, people of Florida owe you a real debt of gratitude, Rick Flagg, and it has been such a joy to be working alongside you in the trenches at the Capitol and elsewhere. And uh, wish you a happy retirement. One day I may be joining you, so uh, be, be forewarned, okay? And i got to tell you, Tom, I want to say thanks to the crew at WFSU. We have always had a great working relationship, always swapping stories, covering each other's backs. And it was a, it was a pleasure. It, it was an honor to serve with you. Back at you. We'll catch you later, Rick. Take care. Right. Have a happy retirement. Thank you, Tom. It's Radio Connection Live. You know, it, it, I, I, I have to say this when it comes to uh, what they do. and the thing. News requires an awful lot of support. And and yes, and it, it requires it takes it all. I mean, I mean, I mean, and, and Tim, would you agree? I mean, I mean, whether it's NPR or uh, the member stations, it, it, news requires a lot of support. Well, it's hard work, and that too. <laughs> yeah, it's hard I mean, work. And, and, and dedication. G- Gina is already Gina. pulling her hair out because the legislative session is going to start in January. So, and yeah, and the legislative session is going to be kicking. Oh, butt oh boy. So yeah, she's uh, she's already dreading it. I'm sure. Mm. Mm. She always well, does. I think that's when Ohio starts to. So yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But anyway, Rick Flag was uh, was a mainstay uh, in uh, Florida radio here, and I just uh, wanted to wanted to uh, pay homage to him and hope that he has a wonderful retirement. Absolutely. Well, we at our we at our CEO them all the best and also we do want to still continue to keep Bernier's family in our thoughts and we are here to let them know and WNDB know that we are here for them and you know we like to help people when we can on the show so just let us know if you're listening to this absolutely now um absolutely and we're the only show where you're going to hear any of this stuff I'm telling you absolutely oh yeah and we for sure and, and goodness knows we we enjoy bringing it to you. Now, my question for so I I would imagine for Rick, um, he, um, a lot a lot of his focus is going to be on what on on what they call the honey do list. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, a lot of 
basically, basically, all Preston's gonna be—I mean, not Preston. All, uh, all, uh, all poor Rick is, is, is gonna be seeing is, is gonna be hearing is, honey, do this, honey, do that, honey, do this, honey, do that. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with melons. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, good well, show, folks, guys. Uh, good show. I thought. I thought we did some good stuff yeah. today. I yeah, we, we did. Pretty, pretty we got a lot done. Impact, I must say. Oh yeah, we we got we we got a lot done uh, this week, and um, and boy, yeah. Well, folks, um, unfortunately, um, I see by the clock on the wall, uh, the the official RCL clock, patent pending, that it is time for us to uh, part ways for the week and um, and uh, leave you and and get rested and refreshed and ready for next week's show and uh we're gonna have a lot to get to um i know and we we're gonna i want i want to finally finish that seriously terrestrial uh series that uh we've been bringing you for the last several weeks but you know we 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 kind of we kind of put it on hold uh due to our rcl special programming we had our little leftovers we had, we had our 100th episode and, and we, all, we also had today's program i gotta find that air check uh, with hits one versus kiss 105.3 but i'm thinking about redoing it again possibly uh and doing a longer kiss 105.3 air check or or, or at least t- attaching it to what we already have i think um uh, i'm not sure yet i'll i'll figure it out we already did that one no we didn't i think we already did that one no i, don't, I know we no i because i, I know and- we did kiss 105.3 i remember that we did that I'll look, I'll, I'll go back and look. I, um, I got to figure out where it is in the archive anyway, but, um, I'll, but um, I'll let you guys know uh, what happens. And by the way, folks, we, we have the, we have a Facebook page and a Twitter and, and an email address, RCL, the podcast at uh, gmail.com. If you want to uh, contact quick announcement, us. if we learn it, quick announcement, if we learn it, we may go live next week. Yeah, that's another thing. That's another thing. A lot of people seem to like our live uh, things that we do on, on on Facebook. Well, if we can, um, I'm gonna reach out to Chris and uh, possibly and see if he can uh, show us how to do uh, um, audio, um, the audio, which is the podcast. And hey, Chris got a job. Yeah, and, that's right. Uh, we almost forgot yeah. to mention in the news. Yeah. Well, guess what? Well, guess what? Well, guess what? Let's. Uh, let's wait till Chris comes and then we'll, uh, mention that on the weeks in, uh, in the weeks ahead. Well, guys, it is time for us to quit, split and get, and I'm hungry and I got, and, uh, my food's waiting for me and, uh, and folks have yourself, my friends. yep. And, uh, have, and so folks have yourself a yes. great, have yourself a great and a safe week. And we will talk to you guys next week for the entire team until next time together. Let's let's. Keep radio alive. Alive. Don't ever do that again. See you next week. Thanks for listening to Radio Connection Live, the podcast. Radio Connection Live is produced by JT Productions in association with Air Jackson Associates. Executive producer and creator, Jamie T. Production assistance provided by Tim O'Connor. Ashley Lynn is our social media princess. With assistance from Preston Gaylor and Chris Newsbaum. A.J. Bowen is our news contributor. Special thanks to the good folks at RadioInsight.com as well as InsideRadio.com for our news nuggets. 
We're in touch, so you're in touch. We invite you to contact us. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter. You can also email rclthepodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to join us again next week for another fast-moving edition of Radio Connection Live, the podcast. Until next time, this is John Williard saying, together, let's keep radio alive. On the wrong end of the highway. When the long night has no end When there's no one there beside me Till I hold you once again Thank God for the radio When I'm on the road When I'm far from home Feeling blue God for the radio Playing all night long Playing all the songs It means so much to me and you There's a song That we first danced to And there's a song They played the night There's a song we first made love to That's a song I'll never forget So thank God for the radio When I'm on the road When I'm far from home Feeling God for the radio Playing all night long Playing all the songs It means so much to me by Anchor Podcasting on the web at anchor.fm. And even though Casey Kasem wonders why Don Bastani didn't take him with them whenever he hears us say it, this is Radio Connection Live.